And welcome back to Talking Gaming and Tech. We're here again this week joining you from wherever you are. Talking about games, talking about tech. And if you like this show and you want to support us, give us a rating wherever you go to listen to your podcast. I know most of you listen to us on Apple Podcast, And I know there is a rating system there. So if you would be so kind. You don't have to give us any money. You don't have to give any of that stuff. But you can give us a rating. Give us some stars. Let us know what you think. And we will greatly appreciate it. But. If you do want to give us some money, we also do have a Patreon. You can help support this channel. So eventually down the line, we don't have to put ads up on this channel. And there will be a Patreon to support us on our ventures forward. That being said, we have a number of topics this week we're going to get into. Twitch is now expanding and allowing you to stream to other platforms, even though people are already doing this. <laughs> I don't know how people are actually getting banned. But anyway... We also got Microsoft is uh, CEO is doubling down on being a game producer and publisher. Okay, <laughs> leaving the platform industry. Just, just, just this. Uh, and one of Star Wars best uh, FPS games is getting a remaster in February. Uh, we're also going to get into Mr. Todd Howard himself, the game producer developer of Bethesda. Um, and some interesting news, kind of, in a way, about um, Elder Scrolls Six. So, and some kind of, in a sense, a little depressing news, too, uh, about what's going on over there at Bethesda. It doesn't matter, because I'm not excited for it anymore, because they haven't changed the engine like they claim they have. No, they, they did not. Like, so, it, I'm sorry, but fuck, uh, Starfield is basically Fallout in space. So. No, yeah, I know. Anyway, so, we're also going to get into the second half. We're going to get into Amazon's new robots. It's quite interesting. Uh, we got a huge lawsuit going on. I was hearing about this all day today. Um, 41 states are suing Meta. Uh, so to harm to their youth. And for a good reason. This study came out actually, what, three years ago now? Showing that definitively it does actually have psychological damage to youth. So, yeah, uh, I think that has some grounds. Anyway. <laughs> I'll also get into this weird ass Motorola wearable phone thing. That's I what mean, you always know, wanted. That's not what I wanted. <laughs> that is not what I wanted. Anyway, <clears throat> I want a hollow screen. Anyway, <laughs> okay. Um, and let's see. We also going to get into so years ago. Obviously, we covered the Osmo Pocket, and we I think we called it the Osmo Pocket too at some point. Uh, and we normally do use the Osmo Pocket actually within our YouTube channel, but. The Osmo Pocket 3 is coming out. Yes, mm -hmm. it's a little bit pricey, but it has some good specs, and we'll get into it. And we also have details about the Mic 2 being released. Did they say anything about a Mic yeah, 2? There's, yeah, there's I information. couldn't find anything about it, because I... I did they, find stuff. They do Mic... There is a Mic for the Osmo Pocket. Oh, yeah, yeah, which is the same... It's, like, it's the same one. No, it's slightly different. It's clear, and the uh, the dead cat goes in the mic input. No, I know, but the one that came with that you could buy for the Osmo Pocket Two was the exact same yeah, one. That yeah, yeah, the with, two one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, was the exact same one. But, uh, but from what I know from this one, we'll get into it in the second half. But this one doesn't even come with a case. Yeah, it does. No, the new one. Yeah, it does. No, the new one doesn't come when you come with the case. The uh, the mic two won't even come with a charging case. Oh, the mic two. Yeah, the uh, the pocket does. But I, like I said, I couldn't find anything about a, a mic too. No, I did. I found the thing. Okay, they revealed right. it today. Cool. So yeah, uh, so yeah, 
That's interesting. Who is, who is Mike? Microphone. Microphone. <laughs> Microphone. That's uh, what's his face? Uh, Simple Green uses for one of his like fake names. Oh, yeah. whenever Mike he's out, when he's going after like scammers and shit. Oh, <laughs> what's your name, Mike Rofone? <laughs> uh, anyway. That's a stupid joke, but that's fair. <laughs> anyway, so what is everyone up to since we were last year? A couple weeks ago, it seems like it's been forever because we've done a lot of stuff in the last couple weeks. Uh, we've done a fair bit of stuff. We were at a wedding. Uh, Mr. Benjamin Benoit of uh, used to be Mr. Uh, Big Benoit589. Now he's only clowns. He got married, so we had fun. What a clown. <laughs> um, but anyway... Uh, we were also doing some other stuff. We filmed a thousand K video. Well, one th- yeah, one thousand one K video, uh, one video, one K sub video, uh, mm-hmm. going about the ups and downs of this channel. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, aside from that, what is everyone to? Well, I've been the detective now. Apparently. Happy Halloween, everyone. Yes, it says the that, because we won't be. We'll be. It'll be Halloween in like five days. So. Yeah. So. I'm going to be a detective, and I have a hat for it. And you have a hat for it. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> it was $20, but it came with four, which blew me away. I was like, this can't... This, I, I was expecting cardboard and felt, okay? <laughs> like, this is actually a pretty decent hat. Yeah, Not yeah. that I'd ever wear it, like, in public unless we were filming. Uh, but <laughs> it's pretty damn cool that it's this this good. Oh, man. <laughs> but, uh, but Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's... Oh, anyway, Grim. He's been writing um, D and D. Let's see. Other than Pathfinder. Oh, Pathfinder. My car my breaking down in the middle of it's the city. Warwick, uh, Coventry area. Mm. I haven't really been doing much. Just the same old, you know, building maps because I'm still trying to build an entire continent for a um for the next part of Wild Arms. And then I've started kind of mapping out in my head and in some paperwork an idea for my next big campaign that I'll probably I'll probably run multiple campaigns in the same play, thing because hmm. I want to run one for commission and then one that isn't. Uh, basically, the idea, and you'll remember this, Nate. Remember the game, The Seventh Saga? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the fucking hardest games I ever played. Holy shit. Yes. And if you remember, <laughs> now, this is very obscure, but this game had the basic premise that this king calls these great heroes of his, of the world to his ke- ke- uh, kingdom, and he tasked them to hunt down and find these seven runes. Alright? So then I started thinking, imagine if I built a campaign where the entirety of the world was built and done, all the towns, all the dungeons, all the maps, everything built and done before you ever touched the game, right? Mm. There is actually no story in this game at all, except for that your group has been invited by this king to a banquet where he announces that he want, that he's willing to give whoever finds all seven of these runes wealth and power. And the entire from that point the entire game is up to you guys as you guys decide where you're going to travel and where you're going to look around to find these seven runes that's the only storyline there'll be side stuff all over the place but that's the only plot the trick is i then put together other groups so like five or six other groups that are npc groups and every single time we have sessions and you guys sleep or or spend downtime i'm rolling in the background 
to see where these people are, what has happened to them, whether or not they found a rune, whether or not they run into you, and that and that means the entire time where you guys are exploring and trying to find these runes, you have the weight of maybe running into another one of these groups and you don't know if this group wants to kill you and take what you found or if they want to help you or or anything because I'm constantly rolling tables to check where they are and locations. And then like at the start of the game, I would roll to determine where the runes are. I would not actually have a place for them. I would just roll like on a D100 for all the locations I have. And that would determine where they are. So that way it feels random almost the entire time because it's all up to you about what happens and where you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. And then I started thinking that's going to be the thing I'm going to do with my commission campaign. So that's probably going to be coming along down the road, but it's going to be a while because it's very ambitious to try and have all those levers moving at once. It's Yeah, it's a lot. Other than that, um, nothing much. Just, I don't play games much anymore. I've been playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> anyway. You know, whooping ass, taking names. So, we've got some good news. We've planned out the first five game smashes. Yeah, it's completely planned out. It has to be filmed. We now. gotta film Sorry it. About that. <laughs> we gotta film it, but yeah. But, yeah, we uh, we have come up with what we're gonna do. Yeah. So, that's cool. Um, I, uh, so, back in the day, we tried to do a live stream with VR and a steering wheel. Well, n the the steering wheel was so new then that there was not much stuff compatible with it. Yeah. And like I said, Steam has really updated themselves to make any controller accessible or or reprogrammable to work with pretty much any game now. Yeah. Which is great. Well, the the Logitech steering was a little more difficult, but yeah. Yeah. Um so I bought the the the, the PlayStation one a long time ago, but it's also compatible with the PC. Yeah. And I took it out after having it forever and hooked it up and I was playing some driving games. Uh, one's City Driving Simulator. It's kind of hard. Because well, yeah. like, there's like tests. You're like going through a driver test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you cannot do it in reverse. <laughs> I am sorry. Like, unless you do like a, a helicopter view of the car or whatever and not a in the car because you can't like turn your head and look behind you. So Well, we get the VR hooked up. Yes, that might be that. <laughs> I was trying to do the backup into a parking. Nope, couldn't yeah. see the fucking thing. Kept failing. You get a rear view mirror, don't you? Yeah, it's just. It, it, oh, okay. Come on, the, the game is like it's like it was made in 2015 or it was, oh, the geez. graphics are pretty shitty. Okay, but uh, but what it is is pretty cool. You got to start the car, put your seatbelt on, undo the parking brake. It does use the shifter. Oh, cool. You can also download cars in the 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 workshop. Yep. And some of them are automatic, but you you still sh like shift it with a thing. And then there's another game called uh, Beam.ing. Mm -hmm. I don't know why it's called that, but it's uh, uh like a basically a crash simulator. Yeah, it's just a crash. Yeah. And <laughs> and you see like car, you can download cars again, and like I we crashed like some supercar into the corner of a of a brick wall and demolished it. It was great. Oh. <laughs> So it uh, it's really cool that the steering wheel is working. Force feedback works great on the BM BMMG. I've seen a lot of people play. There's some bus simulator that it's really popular. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Euro Sim bus. Yeah, something like that. You're yeah simulate driving an actual bus. There's another one, the Acaso or Corza attend. I don't know some some yeah. racing game, but there's one that they're. It looks so realistic, and they're driving just down a highway, and he's like weaving in out of traffic, and at first you're like. 
is he really driving? Because <laughs> it looked the graphics were like crazy. I saw another demo of this guy just one made a little tiny little world. Uh, not real, like it's just one environment, and it was just like in the middle of a city, cars driving the road in Unreal Five, and it oh. it was you couldn't tell it from reality. Yeah, it was crazy. I was like, holy Jesus, like yeah. that's how crazy like graphics are getting. Yeah, pr- pretty soon that uh, you know how we saw that that game that looked realistic that was on that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. coming out with a multiplayer game with those kind of graphics i know yeah real yeah. soon like yeah. real soon it might have come out already i don't know but i haven't heard anything yeah that one that's called body cam but yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, real yeah. one yeah that's crazy how good graphics are for the unreal engine 5 is just incredible though <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah holy crap what you can do with that thing and they do updates to it all the time but that's it for me anyway yeah no i got so. my new tv <laughs> Yes, you're in your TV. Uh, yeah, because your TV died. Yeah, it died. The DOA. Yeah. We had to take it out of the box at the Best Buy, though. It was too big. Oh. The box was just way too big. Oh, it wouldn't fit in his? It would have not fit in yours. Probably not. <laughs> it was too big. Uh, yeah. Strapped to the roof. I don't know. <laughs> no. We took it out of the box. Put, uh, we put the cushions that came in the box underneath the TV. It was right that flat. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You like Hisense, but I don't know. I don't. I don't care for it. Oh, well, great. The only other person I really know that I really liked Hisense was Jerry. I don't know. Oh, Jerry. Old Jerry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jerry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's right. So yeah, but no, I don't. I don't care for it. Um, no. <laughs> so I have been, and I haven't. Well, uh, I haven't finished the repair yet because I haven't. I've been doing other things. Uh, but fucking, I don't know what these companies use. For solder, but it pains me. Like the Grim, pain, Grim, your keyboard is loud as hell. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it's a pain in the ass. Like the solder they use, at like, and it's good for in general for making products. I get it. Um, but like what they, what Microsoft uses to make their circuit boards, like the solder they use, obviously it's it's unleaded solder for one. Um, so that gives it, make it even more of a pain. Um, so there's like no tin or lead in it, so it's like. Eh. Uh, it takes a lot of heat. I was pushing easily, like what? my iron goes up to eight hundred and seventy mm-hmm. degrees, and it wasn't even moving. And it was funny because I'd put my soldering iron up to it at the same time, and it would liquefy for a second. As soon as I took one of them away, it would just harden right back up. And this is under eight hundred and seventy degrees. I was like, holy shit! <laughs> uh, but I found a trick, people. So you can buy. Uh, but I found this trick actually when I was looking up old videos of Northridge Fix. Uh, and if you're into fixing stuff and want to know how to fix stuff, he's actually a great source. He uh, he makes some great content. Granted, a lot of people will probably find it boring, but he has he's he's a pretty popular YouTuber for the most part. But um, but he's very like a matter of fact kind of guy, uh, which is good because he gets like right to the point. Uh, for fixing stuff and i found out from him you buy really low melt solder and this is really it's a certain type of solder and this stuff like melts pretty much if you breathe on it which is awesome because then you mix that with the metal and it just the parts fall right the hell off i was like so happy to see this part come off i was like oh my god finally jesus christ just come the hell off (laughs) but now i just gotta put the other one back on uh the new hdmi port on it for on the xbox series x uh but damn (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what they do. Oh, it pains me in the ass. And obviously, it pains I, me in the ass. Pains me in the ass. <laughs> so, uh, they're probably wondering because right now would be the time I'm saying, oh, yeah, I was playing City Skylines too. No, I have not installed it because there's reasons. 
Uh, for one, I know there's a handful of bugs going on with the Sea Guidelines 2, and they're promising those will be fixed on update one. Um, which bugs is kind of, with what? Huh? The graphics? Uh, just the um, performance. Okay. Uh, a lot of people are reporting like 15 FPS and shit. Uh, so, yeah. There's this video I watched of a guy doing a video on Skylines 2, and he made this in. <laughs> So he made a, this, the people place where people live and then the city yeah. where people work and go to school and stuff like that. That's what you usually do. You split it. Yeah, but he put eight trams in between okay. where they had to go from tram to tram to tram to tram to tram to tram uh, and then to get into the city, yeah, which yeah. took 18 hours. Yeah. And then he went and made one tr- extra tram line that went all around the entire map and then into the city which made it like take two days to, or no it took a month to get into the city <laughs> it was funny as hell yeah that's what you get you rack up money that way oh yeah that's how yeah because he had no taxes yeah it was all on you, you just rack up money that way <laughs> that's what it is um but no the main reason obviously also there's another reason because I have a lot of things to do. I'm editing multiple videos and shit like that. And that's don't, the other reason. Don't get messed up between each other. Well, no, no, no. That's the other reason also is because uh, if I start playing City Skylines, it's, like, it's, it's like those freaking videos you see a guy starting to play. And all of a sudden, like, it's, whoa, it's morning. What the hell? Oh, crap. I got to go to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess I, if I play any of those kind of games, like if I, the same way, if I start playing Civilization, I'm the same way. I will just keep playing and it'll be like five days later. Mm. What? It's Thursday. <laughs> I started playing this on, I don't know, two weeks ago. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, one, yeah. Of the day, one of these days we have to do the Get Tech fucking Civilization Showdown. Mm. Yeah. The uh, war. The war. Tech Prime. Why does it always have to be a war? <laughs> Why can't people get along? I don't know. Because I'm not... <laughs> I'm not about getting along, dude. I will rule you. Oh my god! <laughs> That's all you. there is to it. I'm gonna destroy you. Uh, destroy yeah. you. Your death is assured. Oh yeah, yeah. Your death is inevitable. Okay, so <laughs> I am inevitable. <laughs> Let's get into this first topic. So Twitch, Twitch, which if you don't know, for a long time, if you've been a Twitch streamer, you know that you can't stream to YouTube and Twitch and wherever else you feel like streaming to. Uh, granted, a lot of people already do this, but Twitch says you can't do it. I don't know how many people actually got banned for it or flagged for it or whatever else they do. I don't it, know. That's if you're an affiliate. Yeah, if but I know plenty of affiliates that and very popular YouTubers and streamers whatever. that did this and just said kind of gave the finger to it and said, I'm doing it anyway. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think anything ever happened. to them. What do they call it? A partner, affiliate, whatever. Yeah, they, I don't think ever nothing ever happened to them. Okay. Um, so I don't think Twitch ever enforced it. Well, now they don't have to because they got rid of it. Mm-hmm. So you could now simultaneously cast to your computer streaming platforms. So yeah, so Twitch will. Which allow- we've been doing. All yeah, the- I know. We're, we're, we never we never partnered though. No, Twitch will allow uh, its users to stream concurrently on a live video sites. Uh, the announcement uh, was made at TwitchCron in Las Vegas, just as it dropped. TwitchCron. TwitchCron. I am TwitchCron. <laughs> 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 Douchebots transform <laughs> into TwitchCom. Yeah, in Las Vegas, just as it dropped the new simultaneous casting guidelines. Samuel casting. Samuel casting. One shall sub, one shall follow. <laughs> I'm the, sorry. <laughs> the company emphasized that the uh, similar. Uh, <laughs> and there goes the podcast. It doesn't have to be one. 
<laughs> yeah, the simulcasting is permitted as long as the Twitch user experience is not compromised on the other platforms. Compromised? <laughs> yeah, you know, Twitch cares about quality. That's why they work so hard to get rid of freaking hot tub streamers. Yeah, they, they don't want you, basically, they don't want you to go, hey, check out Kick instead. Check out my kick channel instead. Oh, uh, yeah, true. Okay. Leave that, this, that leave is this a live hot stream mess. and go to that. That is a hot mess. Yeah, kick is for the high-end live streamers that transfer. That's about it. Um, or, like or, if, or, if, or You or, have to be started or, to be able to get or, anywhere. Or, or if you want to speedrun going to jail for a long time in Japan. <laughs> Japan? <laughs> yeah. Why? Dude, it is not his fault that he kicked it. <laughs> what? <laughs> You didn't see that? Oh, man. Johnny. Incredibly stupid, incredibly racist douchebag. Yeah, Johnny Somali. Uh, He went to Japan just basically, for one, you're not allowed to stream in public in Japan. Oh, really? There's guidelines over that. Oh, jeez. You can't stream, you can't video like or take pictures in a restaurant without the owner's consent or else they're allowed to sue you. Oh, wow. There is a lot of guidelines in Japan over that shit. Uh, and then, and then not remind that having a speaker with you blasting racial comments from your chat. I've seen things like that before. There was a guy that did that. Yeah, you can't do that in Japan. They pay money, you know, through yeah. that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. They, yeah. Um, then you can't. So trespassing is a very serious offense in Japan, especially in construction sites. Because what do you think? Like it should be in America too. Because uh, what do you think the one thing that could happen if you trespass on a construction site? You get hurt. Exactly. And now they're held liable. You, you yeah. become Constructicon. <laughs> um, yeah. So, the, yeah. So, yeah. The, so, they he did that on a live stream and he immediately got arrested right away. Wow. They don't give you a ticket. You're arrested and you're going to jail. What's his name? Johnny um, Somali. He didn't get. Somali? He, all right. So, Nate's a little wrong about that. He didn't get arrested right away. He was there for a couple of days being a complete douche until they finally got <laughs> until they finally got him. No, like, no, no, no. So he was after the trespassing. No, Nate, I, wa- I literally just watched an Asmongold video. And what Asmongold likes to do is he'll play the video of people being like of some stuff happening and he'll just watch it and talk over it. Yeah. And he watched a video called The Timeline of Johnny Somali's Fall. And oh. it was like, day one, I'm a dickhead in, in, yeah. China, in Japan. Day two, I'm a dickhead on the subway. Day three, a guy named Guts threatens to break me. Day four, I'm arrested. Well, no, no. So he did. So he got arrested twice. I don't think they covered that on that video you were watching. Yeah, he got he got arrested like on his third day, and then again on his fourth day. Yeah. So, but, but he no. didn't get arrested right away because no. right like people weren't paying attention to him before. No, but they like, were just kind of bothered by it. No, but I saw somebody had the full video. Uh, so he left the construction site literally like ten minutes down the road. They were surrounded by cops. Both him and the cameraman were arrested. Yeah, that, that was like the third um, day. Um, yeah, that, but that was right after right after he trespassed. Then they released him, and then they arrested him again because they found out of his streaming in public in a in a restaurant. I'm yeah, right now. um, yeah, and now he possibly faces like huge fines and uh, up to possibly ten years of hard labor. Wow, how fast does uh, Japan's court system work or whatever? Um, they okay, do, so whatever it is, Japan they has. Have a, Japan. They don't have a two tier court system for one. They have a real court system. Yeah, they have. So uh, Japan's allowed to hold you for uh, 28 days. So what they're it's kind Later. of so. OK, so um, if you look at Japan news, like if you could look like the app I use, Ground News, you can actually look at Japan news from Japan. Oh, okay. um, what they're doing right now, it's kind of funny. What they're doing is charging them with a crime, uh, holding them for like 
uh, so many days, releasing them, and then arresting them again. And they can do that up to each time up to 28 days in Japan. They can hold you. Um, Later. 23 days. 23 days. Uh, so... 23 um, days per charge. Yeah, per charge. So they're holding him, holding because they're building a case. And then they're going to slap him, <laughs> the shit out of him with it. Where, where, is he from there or was he like on a vacation? No, he's, not, he's just an idiot and just go to pan, you know, jackass. Um, anyway, so yeah, so they are going to, um, so they're pretty sure he's going to get charged and he's going to have to do uh, serve so much time of hard labor in Japan. Uh, plus, you have to pay something. I forget what the heck you have to pay toward the court system, too, and the labor system uh, while you're there. And then they deport you. Uh, but he'll also be charged because his visa will be out by then. He'll also be charged with a crime for that. Um, and then... Well, a lot of this is saying it's fake news. No, no, no. If you if you go to Ground News, I can oh, go okay. right to yeah, yeah, Japan's yeah. No, news. No, he... This I, is I, not fake. This, this piece of crap got busted for being a piece of crap. This yeah. shit is 100% and, real. And, uh, and There's the, nothing fakery about it. And the U.S. Embassy doesn't care because they don't think it's serious enough, serious enough crime, so they're not giving them any help. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Somali. <laughs> I've never heard of him. He is if, a, exactly. If Doctor Different Disrespect, Disrespect, arrested <laughs> in, in Japan, they'd be going in with SWAT teams. Yeah. <laughs> he matters. Oh um, yeah, this guy is just a joke. <laughs> so he, uh, yeah, so he's probably going to be serving some pretty hard labor time in uh, Japan. Something, yeah, geez. So yeah. Uh, hopefully that gives an example of people don't. And so, you know, Japan has a 98% conviction rate. Oh, boy. <laughs> so well, that's how good your chances are. That other guy, Jesse Smollett, just got, went to prison. Like, they finally finished his court thing. Oh, they did? Sorry. And so I'm like, that happened how long ago? not a joke because Dave Chappelle made the joke, but it's actually not a joke. The dude pronounces his name Juicy Smollett. <laughs> oh really? What the hell? <laughs> oh god, that's terrible. So yeah. you remember, if you ever happen by fate to run into this dumbass, you say, "Hey, Juicy," because his name is Juicy Smollett. <laughs> oh god! Oh yeah, Juicy Smollett enters. <laughs> when did he? When did he make it? Oh my god! That's terrible. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh. But uh, yeah, he was like, he had an outburst in court going. I am innocent. I will not off myself. I will not blah, blah. if if I get if I end up dead, it's because something happened. I he was like freaking out, like oh, getting pulled out. I'm like, dude, the acting's over, man. Yeah, it's over. Like, it's bro, over. you don't. I'm sorry, you're not Epstein. We don't care about killing you. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, uh, okay. Let's get to this next topic though. So one Star Wars best, yeah, one of Star Wars best FPS games is getting a remaster in February. So that is interesting, but what is this FPS? It, it's not really that interesting, dude. It's not. It's Dark Forces. It's it, Dark Forces was an okay game. I didn't mind. I liked it. I mean, it wasn't oh, no you ain't nothing to write home about. But I mean, it's it's a fun game. I, I was hoping it would be a better looking remaster. As in, like I don't know how much more you can do with a game. Like I don't know textures maybe. <laughs> 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 oh, Night Dive's doing it. Like, yeah. here's the problem: saying one of their better when just about every. It's Star only Wars because it's it's like sa- their first person shooter. That's why. Now, before Nate gets me, there are a few. <laughs> oh, the majority, the vast majority of Star Wars games are bad. Mm. So saying, oh, one of Star Wars best, it's like, so that what? The biggest turd in the box. <laughs> Hooray. 
Well, this one was a uh, mm-hmm. like I said, it's because it was a first person shooter on a like a like a Doom. Yeah, yeah. It, it it is more like Doom or Quake. And uh, man, I remember what was it? Uh, the Tie Fighter games. Yeah, those were good. Uh, Rebel Assault and stuff. Yeah, for what they were at the time. Yeah, were really good. They were fun. Um, but no, I think this will be a fun game uh, to play as a remake. I mean, reboot. I it mean, better be like fifteen dollars. I don't think it'll be fifteen. Probably like thirty. But yeah. Well, basically, it better not be sixty. Oh, it ain't gonna be sixty. Like, realistically, the the best Star Wars game is like, what's that game called? Is it Jedi Academy? Yeah, Jedi Outcast. Oh, it's a really good game. Uh, which they recently they released on the Switch like what three years ago. Yeah, they, they did put it on a, the Switch. They did a. It was pretty cool. It's it. a cool game. Yeah. Is that the one? The one with the the that had the the deathmatch saber duels and shit. Yeah. Yeah, the PC one that I played with you. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really cool game. I wish they would. I wish they would make a new version of that. Like actually do it properly. It says it will support up to four K one twenty. Well, yeah, because it's not going to be. It's, it's an old. Yeah, it's old. It's style. not going to take much to run the game. I mean, come on now. I think they're just updating some textures and stuff like that. They're not really doing much to it. Um, but yeah. We also, this, so that's one thing I did pick up and I haven't played yet either. Um, Mario Wonderland. Mario Wonder? Mario Wonderland, yeah. Mario Wonderland. Mario Wonderland. Or, or, or as I like to call it, Mario does Salvia. Anyway. <laughs> so. something wrong with you, dude. <laughs> just so you know. Like, as we have an understanding on this from uh here's a fun topic here we go so microsoft ceo <laughs> said the doubling down on being a game producer and publisher so <laughs> microsoft ceo setya satya satya setya i don't know how to pronounce it satya satya anyway satya satya so yeah as yeah Nadella. Nadella, yeah, is, <laughs> says the company is doubling down on the games division following its acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Uh, well, it hasn't fully happened yet, people. Anyway, that's still there's still things in the works there. There's things that went on still. Uh, in an interview with MSN, uh, the acquisition topic is brought up, and well, what a fucking ad <laughs> uh, is asked why it was so important, especially given how big the 65 billion acquisition cost is. <laughs> it is, but we're well real- because if you want a monopoly, you must first trick people into believing you don't want a monopoly, so that you can get control of the product you need to monopolize, and then you can slowly drag gaming down to this quality where you control everything. Who wrote this article? <laughs> anyway, and if in case in case you want to say I sound like a fanboy or bitter, yeah, because gaming just had a really bad thing happen. And it's going to have a very negative effect on the entire industry. Yeah. Well, no, this article, the reason why I say who wrote the article, because the next part says it, it is, but we're really excited about it. They wrote the name Sedalia. Oh. <laughs> Reply, Sad Dal- Sedalia. That's not her. Oh, well, anyway. Whatever. They like tried to combine her first name and la- like their first name and last name. Uh, Reply, explaining that the games have been on Microsoft, um, their main arms over every since the company's early days. Da-da-da. For us, <clears throat> there are a few things that go all the way back for us as a company, he explained. Uh, gaming is one right. I don't know. When I think about Microsoft, yeah, no. I think of perhaps <laughs> developer tools. <laughs> oh, man. no. So, okay. Hold on. So, yes. Game, like, gaming tools, yes. When you go back and you think of, like, 
like, of course, but you don't think of being like a conglomerate owning everybody and allowing no freedom because you're too worried about the bottom line against all these other companies. Just, just in case people don't understand, at the end of the day, the goal for Microsoft's Game Pass platform is to make sure that they make all the profits and the devs do not. They give devs enough to keep going, which is how they come in and go, we'll pay you $20 million. We'll cover... Say your game costs $50 million to make. They come in and go, we'll give you the... We'll give you thirty million of that to cover the most of your development cost. Yeah, but if this thing gets downloaded a hundred million times and it becomes the biggest game in the internet, guess who gets all the profit now? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It, it is, it is the most disgusting design with the way. Like, oh, if you actually read the <clears throat> the um, court releases and you realize that they don't share any profit, they share literally nothing. With the people they put the games on on Game Pass with, all they do is give you an upfront lump sum of money, and the companies do it because they know they can still make money on Sony. Mm. But if Microsoft gets what they want, they will no longer be able to release those games on Sony and on Nintendo because they'll have to drop them day one on these shitty subscription services, and then most of the money will transfer to the platform holder or the, the guy running the company, which is Microsoft. Yeah. It's... It's a disgusting plan, and if you want proof, the quality of Disney Plus is proof of how quality goes down, yeah. because their shows are mid-quality. Mm-hmm. And I know you guys like them, but you can't tell me they're not their quality. They, they, you cannot compare Game of Thrones to anything on Disney Plus. And I'm not talking about from like a biased opinion of whether or not you like the show. The quality of Game of Thrones is leaps and bounds better than what you're seeing on Disney Plus. See, I, I, see, I don't, I disagree. A, no, because a, you're, a, a, you're... a lot of the Star Wars stuff, I feel like it's the movie. No, you're being, you're coming from a biased point of view. It's not a biased point of view. Da- <laughs> no, I can sit you down and show you videos on YouTube of special effects artists going, "Yeah, look at this. This is bad. We wouldn't do this. This is amateur hour." The special effects in most of those shows are mid at best. And you can't even debate that. I can literally sit you down and point it out. I can show you like like the scene like you loved us Ahsoka, but I can show you the scene where she's fighting Mm -hmm. and she looks like she only rehearsed it once or twice because she's slow. And that wouldn't fly in a budget movie, in a big budget movie, because they'd be like, no. We're going to train you for like six months before you do this. No, but ju- because the, it's a Disney Plus show, they trained you for like a month. The, the old ones, they were using like CGI and shit too. Yeah, the but um, <clears throat> and the proof of it, Nate, you know what I'm talking about because you watch like a high quality Japanese, like Asian martial arts movie, and yeah. you see the difference between like the guy in the raid versus like no, I know someone in the Matrix. Like <clears throat> no, the, Matrix, <clears throat> the guy in the raid runs circles around Keanu Reeves. But no, I know, but this so isn't. No, but the difference is, so they tried you, and I don't know what happened. I think there was bad blood or something that happened between the uh, choreographer for the prequels um, and nowadays, but he doesn't work with Lucasfilms, um, and he's been on tons of podcasts, and he won't exactly say why he won't work with Lucasfilms anymore, but he's the reason why the prequels look so good, because he knows he was uh, one of the, he's one of the best choreographers in the business in general, uh, but the person they have now, he's just okay. He's not great, um, but... Uh, Zario Dawson did actually train. There's actually a whole like documentary thing of them making the show. Uh, well, they she, better train she, her some well, more, no, dude, because she, 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 
I know you like the show, but stop. No, but I watched it. She, kung she, fu in our life. No, I know. She does um, not look but good. It's not it. kung fu, though. No, no, but, no, but, no, but hold on. It no, doesn't but, have to be kung fu. It's a, it's a difference between a, a believable fight scene and a not believable fight scene. No, I know, but I'm saying that's though, the difference. No, I'm saying though, the one thing you can't say is that she didn't train. She was there for almost two months straight, training for twelve hours a day. Okay, so she trained. She still doesn't look good doing it. That's the argument. No, I know, but you can't say she did, she did actually train, though. She actually... Okay, that's fine. But the argument that's being made, and this equates to Xbox, is that once they get uh, once they get the content flowing on this subscription service, its quality will go down. If you remember how incredibly good the original... Uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, Daredevil uh, show was when it came to like choreography and... Um, set design and atmosphere and then you look at something like the new marvel shows on disney and you go they they look like they look like budget film versions of marvel movies they look good enough and if you ignore I, it you won't notice it but I, not quite i don't know the marvel movies the look same thing with these that, xbox live well, um that's a uh, pretty xbox game pass titles i don't know like aside from like winter soldier uh, like most of the Marvel movies, I find look pretty damn budget. <laughs> so you're, 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 no, you're oh. bumping them in because if you go, if you look at, if you look at Avengers to Endgame, that's complete bullshit and a lie. The quality in all those movies are great. It's after that you're lumping in the newer shit after yeah. Endgame, no, and equating it with the other stuff. No, because I, 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 you I, don't I've... like superhero movies. We're not talking about whether or not you like them because I'm not a fan of like. Um, for example, I'm not a fan of uh, uh, Black Panther. I thought that movie was stupid. Mm, mm. But I also think the choreography in the fight scene, the first fight scene, was very good. But that mm. has nothing to do with the movie itself. That's because someone sat down and was like, we're going to get this right and make it look good. But then they had that ending fight, which was all CGI and looked awful. And it looked goddamn terrible. Oh, that was That's bad. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but none and of it, like, none of that, it doesn't look anything like that in um, Ahsoka, at least. No, it doesn't. No, so, but like, no, the reason why, because like, I actually haven't watched almost anything of Marvel after Endgame. Mm -hmm. Because I re I hated Endgame. I think that was terrible. That new but, Thor yeah, movie. Endgame was great. Movie but, was Endgame um, was yeah. So Infinity, Infinity Infinity War was awesome. That fight scene at the end was really good. Endgame was good too. Yeah, there was some plot holes, but the problem with Endgame. Uh, you gotta stop like, thinking too much about it. The story. No, the, the, <laughs> the problem is not thinking about it. the problem with Endgame is that it falls into the same. And I actually just brought this up with Aaron because remember that show I really really loved like two years ago called Warrior. I told you about. Oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. They, I just started watching their third season, and it's okay, but it's not as good as the other two seasons. And the reason why is because they have an ensemble cast now. So now they have to cover 13, 14 characters in every episode instead of a few. Mm. So everything's getting watered down. The, yeah. the end game fight scene got watered down because they had to cover 100 people by the time they got to the end. Yeah. The reason why Infinity War was great was because the end fight scene against Thanos was just six people getting the living shit kicked out of them. Yeah, I just wish... And they could focus on just them. No, but I, like, there wasn't, like, the big problem with Endgame is there wasn't, the fight scene was lackluster. The end fight yeah, scene. Yeah. Uh, it was yeah, super well, lackluster. You've got a thousand people running and screaming at each other, and <laughs> yeah. you're trying to give everybody their shine. The, that movie that movie should have been those three fighting him by themselves. Yes. And having the other Avengers show up, show up and help. But have him annihilate all of them, like, but slowly, like, 
dying, killing while he's all, doing killing it. all of them. That's what should yeah, happen. Like he's wrecking them all, but they're getting their hits in. And when it gets down to him and Tony, they're both barely stand standing, and Tony barely pulls it off. Yeah, that's how that, it should have been. That would have been good. But I wanted more of an epic fight too, like a war movie kind of scenes going on. But that didn't happen either. Mm. But, yeah, because the first one was so dramatic. Like, yeah, fucking Spider Man begging not to die is an excellent scene. You know he wasn't going to stay dead, but you were like, dude. What yeah, the fuck? yeah, I love the ending of that one. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, so they are doubling down. Anyway, we, we went way off. Yeah, way off topic. <laughs> like I said, the point is, quality quality will go down as the subscription service goes up anyway. because they'll try to cut corners to make mo- more money off the subscription. Yeah, we ran on a random after this guy's quote. So I, what I was saying is, gaming is one right. <laughs> what I think about Microsoft, I think perhaps the developer tools, proprietary software, and gaming. Those are three things that were done for very from the very beginning. Yeah, guy, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, so went on to explain that games are only becoming more popular with each new generation, and that Activision Blizzard's acquisition puts Microsoft in a stronger position to cater to growing demand. Hmm. Yeah, sure, guy. Uh, if you look at it in the amount of time people allocate to gaming, going up and what do you call it? And Gen Z is going to do more of that. He said. So that way games are made. Yeah, freaking. Oh my god. Gen I'd Z. like to point out that um, uh. there are there aren't more people being engaged in using the platform. Mm. Like the Xbox uh, subscriptions to their service are flat. They're down like ten percent on system sales year over year. Like they they're not growing. Well, wow, part expensive. of it is so, the economy. It's I didn't so know about that. Expensive. No, because Sony's up by forty percent. Yeah, they're all like, Tony and Sony. When it are comes up. to uh, comp- when it comes to console sales. Yeah, yeah but what like, about their Sony uh, and the, are, what about their PSN thing? Sony and Nintendo are up. I don't think that's doing great. Xbox. That's what I'm talking down. about. I'm talking about PlayStation Network thing. Yeah, oh, I know. Uh, play- PS Plus. Um, because they just like Xbox, they lumped everything together. But the estimate is like thirty million um, top tier mm. is the is the estimate, and then it's another twenty million in the in the lower tiers that include like the free tier. And the estimate for Microsoft is twenty one million for their whole entire group, but around sixty percent of that is non subscription. So mm. they have about twenty five million subscribers. Yeah, but I didn't know that. And that it's and also in those court documents. It hasn't. They've been stagnant for for nine months, yeah. and then just the other day they announced that they had their biggest signups day uh, day ever with the launch of, of St- uh, Starfield. But they didn't tell you the numbers. They just said we had our biggest day ever. What was your day beforehand? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, well like, that... what was your first biggest day? Well, because come... I could be like, I made the most money I've ever made today. And I made so much money today. Yeah, because I made ten bucks more than I made last week. Yeah, but that's not impressive. Yeah, but that'll come out at the end of Q four though, so we'll see that. Then. No, they never release the numbers of people that sign up. Oh, yeah. well, we'll you we'll have to s- extrapolate it in yeah, other ways. Yeah, but anyway, so I didn't know this. So uh, Microsoft, uh, Studio, like Microsoft Studio, is still not bigger than Tencent. I wouldn't think it was Tencent, but no, Tencent so owns. What is it like? Every single goddamn thing in the world. T- Tencent is like the BlackRock Vanguard of gaming. <laughs> uh, yeah, they they own a lot of shit. Okay, let's get into Mr. Todd Howard. Yay! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Grim's favorite two topics. <laughs> <laughs> you mean tell me lies, Todd Howard? Yeah, he will guide you. So, <laughs> uh, Skyrim's retired lead designer. 
That's that's sad. Uh, says anything other than Bethesda usually has to be approved by Todd Howard. He doesn't believe it was true, but unfortunately, it's true. Uh, so like Starfield hated what he called, he said. You like Starfield, you hated Starfield. You probably have Todd Howard to thank for it. Uh, a recent chat between uh, Minmax and Skyrim lead designer uh, Bruce Nesmith, 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 Nesmith. Anyway, another shed uh, shed some light on Bethesda structure uh, and organization, and sure sounds like pretty much every choice in the company makes what do you got makes needs to hide Coward's stamp of approval uh, of yeah before it can go ahead even as it grows bigger, and he doesn't approve anything that's not like evergreen or. Oh, what do you call it? And well, if it's too ambitious, he won't approve it, kind of thing. Uh, which is, it's kind of sad because that's how like some of the best games are made. Um, it's also it also explains why again, I like those games. They have not evolved. Well, yeah, that and that's the problem. The that it stops innovation too because they want the same old crap. It's like, no, how about we rebuild Skyrim engine? Let's rethink what Skyrim is. Let's redo it. No, they didn't do that. Uh, all decisions run through Todd. Um, the retired uh, Smith told MinMax uh, Ben Hansen uh, Todd would hate, hate, hate me for saying anything, but he doesn't believe it's true, but unfortunately it's true. Uh, the way Smith tells it is it really sounds like the relative ah similarity of games in Bethesda outputs over the last decade or so can be significant extent, but attributed to Howard's weight in the company. Uh, if you want to have anything different other than Bethesda's usual, on some particular aspect of having something else want uh, to pose in, like, obviously, any type of new game, new engine, new prospect on the same game, whatnot, it ain't gonna happen. Um, it's somehow gotta get uh, in front of him. But it's hard to get in front of him, supposedly. It's hard to get a hold of him. Uh, because he's running, like, six different studios and shit. Mm. Um, but, anyway, we'll get through this real quick. Um, but, anyway, yeah, so, this guy left the company... Uh, and he also uh, pointed out, like, uh, that he's, yeah, so he eventually uh, left the company, uh, has quietly left the company, and why Howard himself has been talking about his eventual departure. And you know what'll happen after that? What? Microsoft will appoint somebody in charge of all these. And either ruin it or make Probably it ruin it. <laughs> oh, no, there is no either about it when it comes to Microsoft. Um... Because I guarantee, especially since Microsoft has bought them, I'm sure they get from above them now. Oh, hey, you gotta like you gotta produce what people want. This you know, the same thing. We need we need another Skyrim. Uh, we need uh, Fallout in space. We need. You know what I mean I need Skyrim for my Game Boy Pocket? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> um, like the same crap, and they're not allowing them to branch out. The reason why is because, and this thing, like I, I swear, basically, it's like hey, it ain't broken. Why fix it? Well, no, okay. So, where did these businesses? Because people... it is broken, though. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, I know that, but that's what they're saying. It's but, not broken. We made tons of money off of it. This is what I don't get. Like, where do these businessmen come from? Like, where do you learn not to take risks? How do you think you make money? You make money by taking risks. You make money by spending money. Mm. That's how it's happened. That's how it's done. Um, some of the best games in history are done on a whim because they were like, this is a whole new idea. It might completely fail, but let's try it. And guess what? It worked sometimes, and it worked really well. Um, so, yeah. I mean, just like a freaking Doom. Holy crap. That was a risk. And, yeah, and, and the new Dooms, like, 
they're so well optimized. Oh yeah, they're so good. Like whenever I watch things, they always use that as like a, a tester. Yeah, to test how good the computer's running. And yeah, Doom is—it's so optimized. Doom Eternal runs incredible. Yeah, that is one of the most well-made games there are. Uh, and, and, and it's surprising because it's from them, isn't it? It is from them, but they didn't go. Let's just put Doom on our old engine that we made. <laughs> like they rebuilt the game from the ground up mm-hmm. completely. And it's been what now for Skyrim? 2011. Is that what it was? Yeah, when Skyrim came out. Okay. Holy crap. Um, which brings us right to the next topic because that's what I'm talking about. Um, so, and because I guess Todd Howard had to say something because fans were flipping out, obviously, because yes, we got Starfield, but no update. On Elder Scrolls Six, which should have been out like six years ago, literally. Um, Bethesda is just the publisher. That other game. Yeah, Bethesda is just the publisher. ID Software did Doom Eternal. I didn't even know ID was a thing still. Oh, I, yeah, but they're controlled by. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they yeah, developed yeah, it, yeah. but yeah, but they built the game the ground from the ground up, though. Yeah, rebuilt yeah, yeah, it yeah. completely, uh, way it should be. Uh, so anyway. So, Elder Scrolls 6, obviously, despite, obviously, close that ad. Um, so, he said, because a lot of people were complaining, a lot of fans are complaining, including myself, uh, why the hell is Elder Scrolls 6 not out? Why is it not released? What's going on here? Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, well, you have to remember, the company took years to hit hits for the not taking Elder Scrolls 6. I mean, years of hits, because <laughs> Todd's opinion, one in which I share, by the, by the way, it says, this whoever wrote this article, it says, shares his opinion, uh, is that the video game industry has short memories. Okay. Uh, the companies <laughs> that start uh, touting... A, a, an industry based on nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> the company that starts touting their games years ahead of time, uh, actually, you know, they screw themselves. Okay. Uh, the best time no, to start... <laughs> what? The best time that, to start talking... That's talk- 100% true. Because, like, if you notice... I'll get, people have been bitching about Sony because they keep claiming they don't have a roadmap because Sony's not dropping their shit like two, mm. three, four years in advance. Yeah. On the other side, though, Microsoft at the beginning of this generation, like a month before their console came out, or maybe a year before, actually, they showed off like six games. They still don't have release dates for those six games. No. Oh. Like, they're telling people five to ten years out about a game coming is just a scummy way to convince them to buy your console before you get before the game comes out mm. the, like telling me that final fantasy 15 i mean fi, uh like showing me final fantasy 15 at the be uh when it i want to say like a year before the ps4 mm-hmm. and then having it not come out for another two years after we waited like 15 years it's just a dick in the face Mm. But you don't do that shit. The idea that they showed off Hellblade <laughs> so, I think, in like tw- 2020, and we're about to hit four years in, and they still don't have a release date is just just utterly stupid. And you it's know, embarrassing. When, when and you, just a, it's just a cheap tactic to get people to buy your system. When, when you try to go home early, and then the, the, the boss says no, it's just like a dick in the face. <laughs> oh my god, anyway. Because <laughs> you gotta think of it like this, dude. Um. I'll give you a perfect example. 
it's not canceled, but people are trying to claim that Factions 2 was canceled on, on Last of Us. Last of Us Factions 2, it's like the Battle Royale it's game. It's not canceled? Oh, I heard it was. I heard it was canceled, too. No, it's not canceled. What, what you heard was that Bungie, they hired Bungie, Bungie went and took a look at it, said it's not ready, we're, we're scrapping and reworking stuff. Then you heard that some of their staff got taken off of it because they are reworking the game. The game is not canceled. It's on ice. It. It's it's on ice. Yes, it's on ice, so they can rebuild shit. Like mm. shit's getting changed. The, yeah. the game's not. It, it's going to be another few years before it comes out. But my point is, they announced that game like five, six years ago. Yeah. Okay. So if it does get canceled and doesn't co- even come out. You just lied to some people, and some people who like the multiplayer in the first one might have went out of their way to buy the system so they could play the multiplayer in the second one when it does come out. Yeah. And you just screwed that. So anyway. You don't announce that early. You announce when you know the game is on its way for sure, and it's coming. So anyway, so he said the only fact that, what do you call it, the best time to actually talking about is six months before release. So only the fact that everybody was, <laughs> you know, uh, the pitchforks and torches were out. Yes, they were, because it's not out. Uh, it got Todd to say, yes, we're working on Elder Scrolls 6. I promise you. But it's for real. It's happening. But I'm, I'm betting you won't hear much until, what do you call it, details of it until six months before its release, which is way down the road. So, yeah. Um, but the thing is, though, yeah, and Elder Scrolls Six was first announced in 2018, and all they showed was a a, a trumped up bullshit trailer. Yeah, but it should have been out in 2018. That's what my problem is. We're going well, on that. You can't really say because it took them like it took them like six or seven years to do Skyrim. Um, no. Look up when Morrowind came out. Hey, I mean not Mor- Oblivion. Sorry, oh. Oblivion. Hang on a second, dude. I'm. The keyboard guy. Yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> 20, 2006. Okay, so yeah, so that's only Skyrim five. Took five hey, Skyrim took five to six years yeah. to come out. So, so when did Skyrim come out? 2011. 2011. Okay, so if you take that back six years, when did Oblivion come out? It, Oblivion came out, what, 2005? You said? I can't 2005? Yeah. So they worked on Skyrim about a year after that game took about six 20, years. 2006. 2006 Oblivion. Yeah. So they okay. took they took five then years. After, seven, eight, nine, hold 10, up. 11, yep. Hold up. Then after that, Bethesda took their main team that makes Sky, uh, Skyrim and gave them the reins to start working on Starfield. So how are they going to do Skyrim, the, the next uh, Elder Scrolls, if they're working on uh well, okay, so from what we know, Starfield actually wasn't started working on until 2017. That's not true. That's from what we know. Because that's what they said at E3 2018, that it was starting, the, the work on Skyfield was the prior year, was began the development. 2015. No. 2015. Oh, 2015. So what were they doing between 2011 and, 2000, and, and 2018? I mean, 2015. They were doing. Um, f- I would fallout. say they were. Well, I would say they were updating the engine because although it's not a brand new engine, they went from Creation Engine One to Creation Engine Two there. So they spent four years building the engine, and I believe. Let me take a look. Fallout Four. They had Fallout Seventy Six. Yep, Fallout. Yeah, let me see when Fallout Four's release date was. Yeah, but what Fallout games were coming out in between two thousand six and two thousand eleven? 
How long did it take them Three to do that? Four. Okay, so Fallout 4 came out in 2015. Mm-hmm. So, like, your numbers are just wrong, Nate. You're not going to win this conversation. The reality is they've been pumping games out nonstop at Bethesda between one or two development studios. I think one because no. Todd Howard's team is the one that makes all the mainline they, games. They have six development studios. Anyway. Yeah, but the mainline games are all made by Todd Howard's studio. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so what you're looking at, and the studios that they have, all those other ones they have are like id software and shit. They, they got nothing to do with Skyrim, all right? The point being is you cannot criticize them for not having a new Elder Scrolls when they, if they were not making other games, you could. You could be like, well, why isn't Elder Scrolls came out? They haven't done anything. No, they did Fallout. They did Starfield. They did Fallout 76, and they did um, a, a, a re-release of Elder Scrolls, of, uh, of Skyrim. So they've been working on stuff. That's why. So we're talking about were, Beth- Bethesda Game Studios games? Yeah. Yeah, but the point is, he has his own team that does the mainline games. He makes yes, yeah. the, Beth- the Fallout games. Because that, that's actually the argument for fanboys, is the reason why... um. Uh, what do you call it? Suck. Uh, Fallout seventy six sucks was because it wasn't his team. It was, and that's it, well, it was Bethesda Game Studios. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't. But it wasn't Todd Howard's team. I wonder why. Because hmm. everything, like all the, like uh, Doom is ID, Rage, Avalanche Studios, hmm. Wolfenstein is Machine Games. Because they did come out with a bunch of Wolfenstein's. Yeah, th- those are all the other studios Tango. that bought and had baked games. Yeah. But you can't really criticize them for not having Elder Scrolls out yet, simply because they would have had to not make like Starfield to do it. They would have had to chosen to not make Starfield in order to do it. Looks like they're they making a Wolfenstein. No, I know. But okay, so but if you look out all the games that came out between like say like 2000 and like 2011, I guarantee it's way more games. Than between 2011 and 2023. No, what what years? Between 2020, uh, 2000 and 2011. Uh, we got PBA Tour Bowling, <laughs> drag some drag racing game. Uh, a bu- just a bunch of crappy games. Okay. Uh, it, it it's a bat. It's a terrible argument. Elder Elder Scrolls Three. Because they so like, we had so yeah. We had between. And they're also not going to hand off their main game no. to another. Like Todd Howard's not going to let other people work on his no, I his know. main game. So that's be- his baby. So between 2000 and 2011, we had Elder Scrolls three, four, and five. Okay, dude, the Elder Scrolls three, four, and five. You, let me take hang on a second. Elder Scrolls three, four, and five are all between 2000 and 2011. I'm about to shut down the ridiculousness of this. Well, also he, had Fallout New Vegas. He's arguing about something. He New Vegas wasn't uh, Bethesda. That was absurd. Made so Bethesda. let me see. All right. So Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim all basically run off the same exact engine. Yes, they do. So all they had to do was generate more assets, dude. They weren't building all new shit. Again, they haven't built a whole new engine, but Skyrim runs on Creation Engine 2, if I'm not mistaken. That means they had to take more time in building... Not Skyrim 2. Um, not Skyrim. Um, what do you call it? Starfield. 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 
So that what you're saying, it's kind of like how if you look at the Super Nintendo era where where um, Final Fantasy four, five, and six came out in the one generation, mm. it's the same thing here. They had an engine and they hit on that engine and they were able to go with that engine. So they did three years before Ob- Oblivion. So Elder Scrolls three came out in two thousand two. Mm-hmm. Oblivion came out in two thousand six. So four years. And yep. then four years, five years after that, they hit Skyrim off the same engine. Then they started working on um, the Fallout games. Yeah. I believe yep. Fallout... Fallout 3 was 2008. What was that? Fallout 3 was 2008. All right. And then they worked on Fallout 4 after Skyrim. And then they went into Starfield. You cannot argue that they should have had it because Todd Howard is not going to let some other studio or other team build his game. He They're working on games he wants to build, and the game he was working on was Fallout, then Fallout 4, I mean, then Skyrim, then Fallout 4, and then Starfield. And also upgrading every Skyrim for every system known to man. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was, was unnecessary. Was farming, they were farming that out to other teams. That, on, was, honestly, that, that was unnecessary. I, I still don't accept it. I, I still will not accept it. I think Skyrim like, should have been in 2018. It's been a very long time. It should have been 2018. No game has gone this long to we, for a next sequel. That's just retarded. That's not, bullshit. No, no, it's, that's <laughs> bullshit. There's been other Nate, games that take forever that you're like, oh, like, it finally came out. Nate, I hate Microsoft, but you don't have to have this fake argument. <laughs> oh, no. This I, is a I, terrible sh- argument. Oh, I'm not they swaying at all. There's no, there's no, no excuse. They have a development <laughs> studio. If, truth be told, and as much as I'm going to hate to say this, if Square had taken any lessons from, from um, Bethesda, they wouldn't be in the situation they're in. Because uh, Todd Howard's like, look, we'll let people work on other shit. My team is working on Skyrim. I mean, on Elder Scrolls, period. And because of that, the quality of every Elder Scrolls game has been on point and hasn't fallen. Fucking Square, after 10, was like, we're going to start farming this out to other studios in our thing. And the quality started to drop. Because they started giving it out to everybody in their studio, and then their B teams were like, "Here's your chance to make a Final Fantasy game," and it turned out average. Like, like GTA Six isn't cr- out yet. You cannot criticize him for for jumping for making more games. That's what he's been doing. If you said that they spent 15 years not making games, that's a whole different story. He yeah. did it. But when did they GTA Five come out? Twenty thirteen. Ten years ago. Oh my god. Okay. He made Fallout. <laughs> Beyond Good and, and Evil still hasn't come out. Uh, I don't think it's ever. The come only out. thing I could say to him was that they shouldn't have made Starfield. Mm. Because I think I think Starfield needed better tech. Fallout Three People took ten okay. years to come out. Jesus. People From are Fallout okay 2. with with like Elder Scrolls having loading screens and all that. We're used to that. Eleven so years between Street Fighter. Yeah, it's it's a bad argument, dude. Yeah, twelve for doom. Is to it. Flight Simulator. I, I, like a, I, I wish Elder Scrolls were coming sooner because I like Elder Scroll games, but I'm not going to shit on them for revive taking time to revive Fallout, which turned out great. Fallout's awesome, and then deciding to try something new, which is bad and good at the same time. If you love El- Elder Scroll games, you're gonna love Sky- Starfield. But if mm. you want an upgrade in something new, you're going to look at Starfield big. It's the same game as all, as before. Yeah. Shenmue 3 was 18 years. Baldur's Gate 3, who knows? <laughs> okay. Like, 
like real yeah but that's like a managed. dead that's a dead game that came back though that's that's def- that's different if Elder oh, sure. scrolls six isn't a different game i'll be pissed well yeah and that's the thing and that ups the level like the more years you take the more it there's more tension there it's like okay your game better be fucking perfect mm-hmm. like it better be a 10 out of 10 like the day it launches <laughs> um because just that much more pressure mm-hmm. um because of all the games that have come out in between now and then uh, and games like Skyrim, I'm looking at games like Elder, like Elden Ring, that is one of the absolute best open worlds that has ever been made. Incredible. Yeah, like, like that. If you want to criticize Bethesda, you you can criticize them there. Yeah. With the idea that like they were so fixated on making their style game. Yeah. That things have changed dramatically. Yeah, and if they don't and live up to that, they, then that's the problem. Yeah, they gotta adapt, or it's game over. Yeah. Anyway, that being said, whether you agree or disagree, uh, we are going to move on to technology and pop culture and all that fun stuff and what we've been watching, what we've been checking out. Uh, but before any of that, let me tell you about our sponsor and the Dorkening Podcast. Hey, kids! It's time to check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. With over 30 podcasts that encompass everything from horror to video games to comic books and so much more, you're bound to find the shows for your taste. Whether it be Nerds of Unusual Origin, That Strange Show, Retro Red Octopus, Splash Pages, Throwdown Thursday, The Horror Squad, Still Token With, my god man, I can't read all of these. So just feel free to play and experiment with the Dork Eating Podcast Network. There are over 30 shows chock full of nerdy goodness to sink your ears into. And they're all available on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever fine podcasts are broadcast. Are you a fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic books? Then Epic Tales from the Sewers is a podcast for you. We cover the comic books, video games, movies, cartoons, and anything else turtle-related. We talk about the toys, we talk about the cereal, we talk about all the fun things about turtles that we love so much. So give a listen. You can find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. Check out Epic Tales from the Sewers, part of the Epic Airways podcast network give a listen dudes cowabunga is this podcast for you do you like retro video games 80s and 90s toys and have a love for nostalgia hi i'm russ lyman what's up guys i'm jay the nes addict welcome to the weekly warp pipe jump into the warp pipe with us and go back to revisit all the awesome things from our childhood that's right every week we discuss something new like the hardest nes games or what it's like to get prizes out of cereal boxes what our top 10 toys were <laughs> battle beast no dude it was ninja turtles oh yeah Cowabunga. So be sure to check out the weeklywarpipe.com for more info. And we're proud to be a part of the Dorkening Podcast Network. That's right. You can join us every Saturday at 7 a.m. for new episodes anywhere you listen to podcasts. Or catch the video version on YouTube at the Weekly Warpipe channel. That's the Weekly Warpipe every Saturday at 7 a.m. The Weekly Warpipe. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. 
It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Brown's coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. And we are back. We're going to get into some technology and pop culture and all that fun stuff. And it's Halloween, so we're going to get into a horror movie I recently discovered, even though it came out more than a few years ago. Uh, and there's a sequel coming. So, yeah. <clears throat> a hat on a hat. Anyway. So, <laughs> what have we been checking out? What have we been watching? What spooky movies have we been watching? Uh, none. <laughs> oh, come on. It's spooky season. Anyway. I you know I don't even know what I've been watching. Like, I did watch Captain Laserhawk, a Blood Dragon remix. Okay. Which was the Blood weirdest. Blood Dragon. Like, just such a... It was interesting. Okay. Um, and it ended up with a cliffhanger. And you'd like it because, like, a lot of people die. Awesome. <laughs> uh, Cody Rhodes is in it. Okay. Dies. Like, he's in it for like a minute. <laughs> um, but it's very interesting. It's ba- it's like definitely based off of the Blood uh, Dragon DLC or whatever from like Far Cry 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, there's a bunch of Ubisoft characters in it or mm. references like. Uh, Assassin's Creed and Splinter Cell. <laughs> I couldn't remember that earlier. Uh, but other, oh, you know what? I wasn't watching anything because I didn't have a TV. <laughs> what do you, okay, what do you mean? <laughs> well, I do now. Like, I, I mean, uh, I was just watching YouTube because I uh, didn't want to have to log into everything on the computer because I, oh. you know, it's a pain in the ass. Um. But yeah, my TV died. Freaking warranties are a scam when, uh, yes. <laughs> like, when you get a warranty, right? <laughs> it should extend it. <laughs> yeah. So if your TV comes with like a two year warranty and you pay for a two year warranty through uh, the company, uh-huh. you can't even use it because you have the manufacturer warranty. No, this is what warranty should be. So it should be four years. No. It should be two years I, after I, that. I personally think warranty should come with reimbursements. So say if you get like a two-year warranty mm-hmm. and you don't actually use it, you can recoup oh, three quarters okay. of the cost you paid okay. to get that warranty. Yeah. No, that would make sense. Well, that's that'd be like the same as car insurance. Maybe when you get a new car... The insurance, oh, car, car insurance is a beyond a scam. I can't yeah, 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 about yeah. that. Holy but like, no, what I'm saying is like, you got your you got your car A. Yeah, you pay insurance for that for how many years? Yeah. And then you go to car B. You get reimbursed for what you didn't use for car A. That would be nice. <laughs> I personally think, um, when you hit like say like paying insurance like for who knows how much insurance I've paid forever I've been driving. Drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so. I think when you hit, like, you've paid, like, say, $20,000 in insurance, okay? When you hit that mark, yeah, that's how much insurance you've paid. No longer do you have to pay for insurance until you're actually in an accident. Yeah. It's just free. You just have insurance. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you've already or paid like, this same, money. Same thing as, like, something like health insurance. You know, yeah, you pay health. so much into health insurance so many years. I think when you retire... It, Boom! You get you know. Yeah. Not, not this Medicaid shit. And, oh, that's a whole other problem. Yeah, I think you should. Like, <laughs> they, mm, oh. they need to do something. Yeah, that's a. Ch- anyway, 
Back to TV. TV. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I know I've watched stuff. I just, I just cannot remember. I know I watched Indiana Jones. But I don't know if we talked about that in the last one. We did. We did? Okay. <laughs> like, there's just so much time. Between. Two weeks is a long time. Well, we filmed a wedding. Oh, yeah, we did film <laughs> a wedding. A horror wedding. Which our trailer for that wedding is on TikTok. It's it's doing okay. Yeah. But it, everybody loves it, though. Oh, I know. They're it's, like, oh, my God, I can't wait to see it. I'm like, well. It's going to be some time. Yeah, it's going to be a while. And we <laughs> might, like, I'm thinking we should, uh, like, cut the wedding out of it part and, just, you know, put the put the video up. But without, like. I kiss the bride. You know, oh, all, I like can the use, cere- like cut like the yeah, part I of the can, ceremony. I can just do two skip versions. through it, you know. Yeah, I can do two versions. You know, yeah. you know, like show like the dance, but then that's it. You know, two seconds yeah. of the dance, two seconds of the speech. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, and just put it together to make the the, the video. Yeah, I think that would be cool. Yeah, but uh, you know, nobody wants to watch an hour worth of a video. <laughs> you know, <laughs> however no, that's, long that's going to be. Yeah, that's going to be a while. But yeah, yeah. But that was fun. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but you need to let them know because they're thinking it's going to be ready by the time they get back. And I'm like, no, it's going to no. be a while, dude. That's a lot of footage. What do you mean? Ben like even like said like when we were talking when we are pre, he was like, you take as long as you want. December, January. Whatever. Oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah it's going to be like, He's been working on it, but he's got all this stuff to work on, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Um. Any. Yeah. So that's all you watch. That is all I can think of. Okay. Right so. I do have to reiterate, I think I brought this up in the last podcast, I started watching it. If you are a fan of, what the hell, I actually just bumped that and it went weird. Oh, that was you, okay. Uh, anyway, if you are a fan of Lost, um, and mostly Lost, if you're a fan of dark and like scary stuff, great too, but mostly Lost because the editing and the beats, the way this show is done is like right on Lost. Like Before I forget though, yes, Bodies is out. Bodies. Bodies. You were talking about this before. The show Bodies. The time travel. You're reading a book. Three Body Problem? Oh, is that what it was? That's not out till January. Oh, there's something that came out. It's called Bodies. It's about time travel. I don't know what the hell that is. The, the book, the one I'm waiting for, it comes, it comes out in January. It's called The Three Body Problem. Mm, I wonder if it's related. Let's see. No, it's not related. Continue. <laughs> because, yeah. Anyway, so if you're a fan of Lost and you like Lost, you love how the pacing works and you love how that works. Um, oh, there's four detectives in four different time periods of London find themselves investigating the same murder. Oh, I don't know what that show is. I've never heard of it. Really interesting. Anyway, so uh, the pacing's really great, and the show is called From. Uh, has some actually really great actors. It doesn't, and the main character is what's his face? Uh, Michael, a guy who played Michael in Lost. Uh, he's the main character for the most part. I guess there's other characters, but he's kind of like the focal point. Uh, he's the sheriff of the town. Uh, he's a way better actor than Matthew Fox, which is the only downfall Lost had. Matthew Fox was a terrible actor, uh, which is why he doesn't have a career anymore. <laughs> Matthew Fox. I mean, he was the he's uh, what's his face played Jack in Lost. Oh, 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 oh. he was like yeah, the yeah, worst yeah, yeah, actor yeah, yeah. on the show. Really? Yeah. The he, main character. He's terrible. Oh my god, he was terrible. Uh, he was the only bad part of that whole show. Uh, and you notice he didn't have any work after Lost. Nobody no. hired him. <laughs> <laughs> where all the other ones would not do shows and movies and everything else. Uh, but none that he did because he was terrible. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, but no, it just, it's great. It does actually seem like something that would come from David Lindelof, the way the show is done. Uh, I 
It's absolutely amazing. And every episode gives you a little bit of answers, but more questions than answers, which is exactly what lost it all the way up till the end, which was great. It was got people talking, speculating, everything. Uh, absolutely incredible show. Um, and somewhat of a fever dream at times, but amazing. Uh, but yeah. That being said, though, I also checked out uh, a documentary on, there was a new documentary, even though it was an old documentary, on uh, McKinney Manor, um, which everybody doesn't know, was that that's that place that's like a horror haunt thing you can go to, but, and started out as a regular haunt years ago, and then turned into pretty much a torture chamber. Um, and this same guy, like, did the documentary years ago, and kind of made McKinney Manor seem to not be so bad. But this time he, he realized after he did that documentary, oh, people realize, yeah, this guy's kind of a psychopath. This ain't a great place for people to go. Uh, this documentary had more of a spin of, yeah, this guy is a psychopath and he likes actually torturing people. Uh, and he should be arrested. Um, so I was really glad to see that point of view because, yeah, the guy's a, he's a, he's, he's kind of a scumbag a little bit. Uh, and at some point, hopefully, Somebody will sue him because I think there actually is a lawsuit going actually on that people are trying to put them together, uh, which was great on the documentary, which I didn't like. I know some things about waiver laws, but they had a person on there, uh, which I was talking about because I watched the new documentary on McKinney Manor. What? McKinney Manor. Oh, yep, 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 yep. Yeah. And they, oh. the, so the newer documentary is the same guy who did the other one and trying to make it a light of it. But the newer one, he because he got so much flack, like, okay, this isn't a great thing. I should really do a documentary, a newer documentary, and point out like this thing is it's pretty horrible. Yeah, Ben Ben was talking about that actually. Um, the, so yeah, there was a something a comment come back on it about uh, when he did the uh, somebody was talking about it, and he's like, no, he's a jerk and a dirtbag. I did a podcast with him, and it was awful. He's a, yeah, he's a scumbag. He I did that him. with Ben did uh, that podcast when they interviewed him with fistful of jokes. Oh yeah, that's remember right. them? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're not. They're gone now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was ages ago. Yeah. Um, but no. So, um, the uh, actually had a one guy, one lady on the document was a lawyer, and she was like, "In the United States, you can't make a waiver for anything. You can't legally make a waiver to say someone can bodily harm you." Oh really? You can't. That you can't legally do that. How's that work with like fear factor and stuff? They're not. They don't say. They might. They say you might be scared, but we're not actually going to harm you. In his waiver, he gives people. He says you might get brain damage, literally. Oh Jesus! Okay. And you. It says you might have teeth removed. You may have seizures. No, you, you are not says, taking my teeth. It oh says. My. It says you possibly may have a heart attack. Oh my! Wow. Yeah, you can't legally. Yeah, no. You can't make people legally sign that. Like yeah. that does that doesn't hold up in court. That's why it was like with Fear Factor, besides like eating the bugs and the nasty shit, everything else is like, you know what? If I die, they're in trouble. Yeah. And, so, <laughs> and then on top of the waiver, like he doesn't allow people safe words to get out of it. Come quiet. Come quiet. And then on top of that, the lawyer was pointing out, say, because there's parts in the video where he covers people's mouth. Um, if they even if they did a safe word, if they covered their mouth, that's illegal because you can't do that. Mm hmm. Uh, so once someone actually brings a case against this guy, he's going to be all done. He's going to serve a good amount of jail time. Um, but one thing I didn't know, he he's just a cashier at Walmart. No. Yes. No. no. <laughs> they in the documentary, they walk to the Walmart. He's just a he's just a garden center cashier. No. Yep. That's all he is. 
Oh, I gotta tell Ben this. Tell I don't know if you watched the new documentary. But yep, he's just the cashier at Walmart. <laughs> I was like dying when I saw the like when these guys like walked into there and they're like, yep, there he is, and you just shit that rigging people out in the garden center. It looks like Ben. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> oh. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> Uh, visiting Russ at Walmart. Yep, Russ McKinney. Oh my God! He wow, works, he's just a he's just a garden employee. <laughs> <laughs> like if you scroll, I, I don't know who this is, who this person is, but yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is breaking news. That's <laughs> yeah, not breaking news. This I... is breaking news for Tech Prime. I can tell you that because oh, we I used do. to talk about this all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when when uh, Ben was on the podcast. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, he's just a he's just a cashier. Wow. <laughs> oh, I, oh man, I gotta find this. Um, uh, anyway, hilarious. Yeah. So that being said, go check out the documentary. It's actually pretty good. Um, but the one big thing, the big thing I did this week, for the last two weeks, uh, movie is waiting to come out and went to see it. The Killer of the Flower Moon and Martin Scorsese. Holy crap. Like, I don't know if this is going to be his last. He's getting up there in age. I don't know if this is going to be his last film he directs, but it, holy shit, is a doozy. Uh, and he's done some doozies. Like, Gangs of New York was incredible. Um, is one that really stands out for me. I, that's an amazing movie. Uh, but this was absolutely incredible. And he stuck to the book really well. Um, and the book stuck to reality because the book was based off real court documents and detective documents from the actual incidents and stuff that happened. Uh, so, and it is just such a good movie. And um, the I was really glad when I was looking up after the actual Osage tribe is actually thankful they did this movie uh, and they thought it came out really great and they're hoping it brings more attention because they're actually in a lawsuit with the federal government that owes them a lot of money. Like it was like $6.2 billion or something. It's a lot of money they owe them uh, for their, their land and ship. And a lot, so, and a lot of people don't know that he didn't say the name in the documentary uh, because there's a scene where you see land being sold from this guy, Hale, who is evil, one of the evilest people in the 20th century. Uh, played by De Niro. Uh, he uh, sells land to these two brothers, and those brothers are <laughs> the uh, so are the Dremen brothers. Who, obviously, if you know who I'm getting at, it's Mister's Pioneer Woman's husband and all the land they own. That's the Osage land. And uh, yeah, there's some sites that say they actually want it back. I'm not sure how true that is or where it comes. It's hard to find exact sources. Uh, but they actually do own that land and they bought it from this guy who was literally stealing land from the Osage. It's literally blood money land. So um, I'm not sure how many people are going to start putting that together. Um, I've heard a few podcasts talk about it, but I haven't seen it like really blared out. Um, and they didn't say the name of the people when they sold it in the movie, like who it was. So I don't know if that was purposeful or not, but we don't know. It was a really good movie, though. Absolutely incredible. Almost four hours long. Um, doesn't, does, oh it doesn't God. feel like it. It does, mm -hmm. but it's almost four hours long. Uh, movie, um, but it is incredible. And they do a weird sum up thing at the end, 
um, which I think the movie could have actually went closer to six hours. Oh, geez. Um, if they actually did all of it because they sum up some things at the end. Um, so I think it could have went longer, but obviously Martin Scorsese decided, well, this is the point we kind of cut it off. We covered the good part of the ground of the story. We'll sum up the rest. Uh, people get the point kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but it was weird though, because, um, um, I can't think of her name right now. Um, Lily, uh, what the heck's her name? Um, the woman who plays Molly. She absolutely was incredible. Uh, and obviously she is like, nobody uh, should ever go through the tragedy she went through in anyone's life. It was like, I don't know how you bear going through something, all the shit she went through mm-hmm. um, and get through it. Yeah. Lily Gladstone. Yeah. She's the one who plays Molly. Absolutely incredible. Um and it would have been cool if they actually did the more of the because most movies you figured they'd focus on the protagonist, right? And she's kind of the protagonist. Okay. And uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is playing her husband, Ernest, who is the other supervillain besides uh, uh, Hall, who's played by De Niro. And those two uh, are like yep. super super villains. <laughs> like you don't get much more evil than that. Like you, without it being comical. And it's it, and it's sad because some parts of the movie were almost comical bad, and it's like that really happened. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> how do you do that? Mm-hmm. But it, it's pretty terrible. Uh so but go see the movie. Absolutely incredible story. Get more attention to the Osage tribe. They need it. Uh, they're, I mean, I actually, I mean, been looking up more about them now. So yeah, I hope more people do the same. Go check it out. Obviously, Martin Scorsese. He's an incredible director. I don't think he's made a bad movie, <laughs> in my opinion. But on that note, let's get into some Washington and 41 other states sue social media giant Meta for its alleged harm of the youth. Not that it'll go anywhere, because a lot of these things don't, which is sad. Uh, Washington Attorney General uh, Bob Ferguson announced Tuesday that the state suing Meta, parent company of Facebook and Instagram, for allegedly targeting and harming uh, younger users. Uh, Ferguson joins 41 additional states, and Rhode Island is one of them. Uh, so, yeah. The lawsuit claims that Meta is uh, designed and developed harmful psychological manipulation, protects features, and induces young users. Uh, compulsive extended platform use. Yes, it is. The whole thing. It's not just young users. The algorithm is designed to keep you watching it. That's how it's designed. It really shouldn't be designed like that. That's that's kind of... But it makes them money, even though that's a harmful way to make a platform. Um, now, what are they doing to harm people? Like... So, for instance, like... Because the way, obviously, you know, Facebook is designed, YouTube's designed... Uh, why the algorithm is designed the way it is to keep you on there and watching or scrolling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is fine for people that just want to kill time in between like work or something or doing something else or just sitting around waiting for a bus. Oh, so that's fine. So, so they're suing Meta over Facebook. But it's fat. It's bad if youth are doing that when they have more important things they need to be doing like school. Like, yeah, like learning. Um, which is really, really bad, um, because it leads to a lot of psychological problems, like obviously envying, like people you see on there, uh, not thinking, like judging yourself a whole lot. Like there's a whole lot of things that happen with that psychologically. Mm-hmm. And they did a whole entire, uh, uh, study a couple of years ago. I can't remember, uh, who the 
company or the college that did the study and they distinctly found it was just instagram they found it with they just only they focused on just instagram i think it was and they found distinctly it was psychologically damaging uh to people like 15 and under hmm so i mean and because obviously they did a counter experiment to people that weren't using it of the same age and they were that very very different psychological profiles uh when beforehand these people were very similar um Anyway, so obviously the misleading the public about dangers of the platform, yes, uh, considering its efforts to exploit and manipulate in the most vulnerable customers, teenagers and children, um, ignoring the damage caused to youth. Yeah, they did. They ignored it because the study came out years ago. And I think there was more than one study, actually. Uh, and refusing to stop to use uh, known harmful features. Um, so hopefully, if anything comes out of this case, anything. I don't think anything will because nothing ever happens because Facebook's way too big. Mm-hmm. Uh, I personally think if they would just make it so, like, if like a non-adult signs up for like Facebook, Instagram, that they can't the out the the platform can't use that same algorithm for you on there. Yeah, they but can't they- manipulate you to keep scrolling. Yeah, but all you can do is say that you're over eighteen. Like, how's it how's it verified? No, I know, but that's. But that's when it comes back down on the parents, so. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? The company can only do so much. But if they at least do that, they don't negate a big portion of it. Mm-hmm. Um, where that same algorithm can't kick in. Like, if they make a fork, say if they made it connects to the same servers, but it's a fork of Facebook that doesn't use that algorithm. It uses, it doesn't use any AI to determine what you want to see. It just, you know I mean? It just shows you what the latest thing is, and that's it. That's all it can do. Yeah. Um, it has no manipulation, can't show you ads. Like there's no ads on it, nothing. You can't manipulate people to buy things. All you can do is just show them the latest thing that their friend may have posted in a concurrent timeline. That is it. Yeah. Um, that way there's no pull in to keep scrolling. Cause like, say if only like four of their friends posted in the last like 12 hours, that's all they're going to see. Then they go, Oh, there's nothing new. And then they're going to put it back down and that'll be good. Mm hmm. So I would say if anything, and and if that actually happened, that would mean other platforms would have to do the same thing or face a lawsuit Mm -hmm. like YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. So, Hmm. which means they'd have to make a fork of their thing saying like, you mean, but I don't know. I personally think YouTube would start charging people to use their platform in general. If it went that way. Um, but other companies might do the same. Facebook might do the same, might charge people, uh, to use it. Stuff like that, because they have to pay money to make that variation and stuff. So I don't know. Um, but yeah. So, but yeah, Renown is part of this whole big thing. Cause I heard them talking on the local radio today. Uh, and a lot of like the people don't think anything's going to happen. So, and obviously the spokesman said, we're, disapp- we're disappointed, the spokesman continued, that instead of working productively with companies and across the industry to create clear age-appropriate standards for many apps, teens use, the attorney generals have chosen this path. Yeah, true. <laughs> Very true. Uh, it, it's Something's going to happen eventually. Eventually mm-hmm. something's going to happen. Something's going to come to a head and something's going to have to do something about this. Yeah. Unfortunately. Shimmy that a long time ago. Anyway. You posted this article. I wasn't really looking too much on it. So really, the first hand look at the Amazon new Sequoia Warehouse yeah, robotic yeah, system. Yeah, yeah, Sequoia Robotic System. 
Um, so what the hell does this thing do? Well, I kept seeing articles about it showing views of actual robots. But no, it's 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 a conveyor belt system. Oh well, they already have like a lot of the, like the like huge trays and stuff mm-hmm. that have like multiple. They already drive themselves around the warehouse. Yeah, yeah, you know they already yeah, do yeah, that. That's crazy. But now they'll drive them around and then unload them. Oh, they unload <laughs> them too. Like it, there's this video here where she's standing in front of it. You can see it's just doing everything now. There's the tray in back of it, and it's just putting the stuff in. I don't even know. It might be even wrapping the stuff. It could. That wouldn't be that hard to actually do a mechanical uh, way of unwrap, way of wrapping it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's 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 interesting. So, you know, this is what happens when you keep asking for more money per hour <laughs> to work. Well, no, this is inevitable. This is <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, yeah, not yeah, asking. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like McDonald's, they they have uh, rest. They have uh, locations yeah. that are run by robots. Yeah. And they, they they just these robots bring the food to you. Yeah, and you know how long ago that was being talked about? Oh yeah, the fifties. Really, the fifties? Yes, at McDonald's. No, in general. <laughs> oh, general. oh, this looks uh, so much like OGP. But, um, yeah. Um, so they like that's inevitable. These are things like people think. Oh, it's because they they don't know. This is something they were going to do anyway. Yeah, when, so they're just the, making people more more lazy. So. As soon as the technology came around, these companies were going to do it. That's not a matter of like, oh, they're going to pay more. No, they're going to do it anyway. Why? Because it's cheaper. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, how are they going to make money if people can't get a job to make money to buy stuff? Because those are not the same people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the truth is, there's always other jobs. This argument has happened over and over again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just going to get worse and worse like, and worse and worse. It, the worst one, this, this isn't that bad, actually, uh, compared to the beginning of the Industrial Revolution. Like, it was oh, bad yeah. during the Revolution. People were full-out protesting, like, burning down factories, all that kind of shit, because they were taking away their jobs. And it's like, just get a job at the factory guy. <laughs> but you can't do that no more because it's all robots. Yeah, but there's always other jobs. Eventually, though, the, I don't know, it's going to get even more difficult. Like base jobs, like baseline jobs. Yes, but we have more tools in our day and age to learn a skill than ever and quickly. Oh, yeah, but it depends on the company and if they want a stupid college degree, which is so rare these days. Nobody uses the degree that they got when they went to school for. And like I said, most tech companies <laughs> won't hire you for a college degree. Tech companies, yeah, but. They will not. They yeah. don't have any local tech companies. <laughs> no. Uh, but our local, our, like, around here, there's no college, there's no college level, like, degrees you can get a job besides, like, the hospital. Uh, yeah. Everything else is a trade school level. Mm-hmm. Which you don't need a college level degree. You can just go to a trade school. Anybody can do that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, and that's, like, where it is. Like, that's one hell of an emergency eyewash station, but <laughs> that thing. Um. Like, for instance, like, like, and this is something we actually do need right now. We need a lot of them. You know what that is? No. Construction workers, electricians, plumbers. I wouldn't mind being an electrician. I would not want to be construction. Um, yeah, we need these people. They're actually in need supply, like a needed supply right now. Yeah. 
And those aren't terrible hard jobs. You just need no, a skill. Yeah. You just need a skill to do it. Electrician, like besides, you know, knowing your voltage and your, you know, if it's gonna ex- blow you up, you know, a lot of it's just safety. Yeah, it's, yeah. Basically, it's all about safety. But doing it, it's it's very, easy. It's pretty easy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like hell, like I, if it was a thing, I should have I should have been a radio guy <laughs> for uh, car radios. I yeah, put yeah. so many freaking radios in. You can go work at that place in downtown. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they charge like eight hundred dollars, but you get like ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that that shit's so easy. Uh, it's yeah. just time consuming, you know. But uh, I gotta oh. put a fucking new radio in my Jeep. <laughs> I mean, it's like a, two oh, years. It's, yeah, be careful with the Jeeps. You have to get that extra adapter, I know. whatever the hell that is. I know. I have no idea. Um, my friend, uh, he just uh, got rid of his Jeep. He had yeah. a Jeep Wrangler, and um, he had my radio. Uh, he put my radio in it, okay. the one I have. But he took it out so he could put the old one back in. Yeah, and you need a passcode. To put the old one back in. To put the old back in because it messes with the security system. Oh, and that usually costs you like twenty five to a hundred dollars if you call like a dealer. Yeah, he was calling around, calling around, and he got this like old lady, and she gave just gave him the code. I'm sure if you dug around the internet, you can find the code. It's specific to that serial number. Like they, there's a database that has like the codes and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I I, I remember that with. Uh, the Volkswagen Beetle we had, there was oh. an issue with that. So it's only if you want to put the old one back in. Yeah. Oh. That, why would? Why do you have to do that? Why? That is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to put the radio in. <laughs> Here you go. Here's a here's the car. Put the radio's on it. It's there. It's in the passenger seat. Well, no, I'd put it in. I just wouldn't hook anything up. Oh. Uh, <laughs> why does the radio work? I don't know. I think a fuse blows up. <laughs> they take it out and the wires. There's like stuffing in there. Yeah. <laughs> what? What happened? But yeah, so uh, Amazon's uh, expanding their robotics to uh, make deliveries more efficient. Yeah. Uh, but they're still hiring like crazy though too. So. Oh, yeah. Um, they're, yeah. And stuff comes like I have so many orders lately that come the same day. I haven't tried, but I did order those hats last night at like eight o'clock. Oh, yeah. See, <laughs> that's like that's pretty much the same day. That's less than 24 hours. I ordered the hats. Yeah. That is less than 24 hours. Yeah. So, and I'm, I'm, dude. I'm amazed. Like, I, like I'm very impressed. I like. I thought they like a one-time use type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not. This is this is crazy. <laughs> That's unreal. Did you touch it? Yeah. I don't know what the heck this is made. It's well, it's felt obviously, and something else. Yeah, but much more. It, no, it's uh, polyester and cotton. Oh, like I said, I was expecting like really shitty cardboard and gaps and all you know yeah like something you get at party city that's yeah, what yeah. i was expecting <laughs> oh oh well no 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 well it's good and i got four of them yeah, yeah. like we can we got a black and white one we can do michael jackson oh my god we can do thriller <laughs> that, that wouldn't be a hat that'd be a whole other costume <laughs> anyway let's talk about so live live from lenovo tech world 2023 we got bendy with Microsoft, Microsoft, Microsoft. That's a whole new company. Motorola's adaptive display phone. <laughs> I don't know about this thing. <laughs> this is the stupidest. It's just awful. Like everybody, all the comments I've seen are like, "That's gonna just fall off somebody." Like you like, can't, you can't wear that. Why would you wear? Why would you do that? Why like, would you wear that? It was like it's a slap bracelet. Yeah, but like <laughs> it's not big enough to be a slap bracelet. 
It's not. Yeah, it's not long enough. But the inside's like all rubber. Like, see, like this is the inside. Yeah. But like, I'd be terrified. Like, what? Ugh, it's terrible. It's just, it's just <laughs> ribbon cables. That? No, that's the back no, of the phone. No, no, I'm saying the inside is just ribbon cables. It's not gonna oh, break. Yeah, it's oh, not gonna yeah. break. No, I'm not worried about that. It's just ugly and stupid. Like it is, what, it what, is pretty dumb. Like I don't even know what you would oh there's I just it's a weird form factor. I don't know. I just can't. And and, and then like what are they gonna charge for it? Twelve hundred dollars? This is just a concept. Oh, okay. I believe. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not foldable, it's just bends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like even the lady wearing it in the show was it was like see i can wear it <laughs> like, no, like it's gonna fall you can't wear it that's it's, a it, dumb it, idea this image it doesn't look like the, there's rubber but when when i saw it, it looked like it was like rubber grom you know things uh, popping out but no that that that's just that's, that's not a thing people that's a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't. Oh, my God. It's so dumb. Maybe target it as, like, an indestructible phone that you can fold and stuff, but not a wearable. <laughs> like, no. And, of course, AI-infused. Oh, yeah. The AI, oh, man. Well, AI Everything is, a- is everything's AI right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's a concept infused with AI. It's a terrible concept. Super it's not what I wear. want. Yeah, super flexible wearable with adaptive display comes loaded with an AI-infused version of Android. Lexi Velasco, who is a research lead at Motorola, demonstrated the device using AI to create backgrounds. Oh, that's right. So you can take a like take a picture of your outfit, and then it will make make your uh, your theme of your phone your outfit color. Despite that, you're wearing a literal phone around your arm and looking like a moron. <laughs> <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! It is. No, I like, can't. Okay, it's how so hard bad. would it be, people? So my arm here, how hard would make a device like this, okay? Make it semi-bendable, okay? Do that. But make the phone go on a strap on the back of your arm, okay? So that's flat across your arm. Not the long way. And then you go to use it, you can go like this and turn it and go and use it. And click, turn it back. So you want a Pip-Boy. Not not some giant <laughs> like thing. <laughs> I've seen people do that, but yeah. Well, you can go grab get. It. I'm sure that you can make a case, 3D print yourself a case for your phone that's got belt loops in it. Oh, I'm sure I could. And boom, there you go. I that that actually is not a bad idea, and it might be for like a cyberpunk like intro or something. We're gonna do. Okay, <laughs> that could be pretty cool. <laughs> Hold on, let me check. Because there is. So, um, and this is a hint to anybody obviously follows our channel and stuff like that on YouTube, youtube.com slash check car media. Um, we eventually, I do have in my kind of like loop a very cyberpunk esque fight stick. Okay. That looks super sci fi. It looks like from the year 3000. Uh, it looks really cool. Is, is it gunmetal gray? <laughs> no, it's, it's very cyberpunk. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, we did copper. Brown. Oh. <laughs> no, these all print like friggin' like for less than uh like oh cool PLA cool, and shit. Cool, cool, so cool. that way it looks very cyberpunk. Neat, neat, neat. Yeah. Yeah. And it like if I can make it because I wanna I wanna expand on the guy's idea he made and I wanna make it so it's like two halves that like click together. Mm. Uh because it ha- it looks like it's capable of doing that, but even though it's not, I wanna make it that way though. So it's gonna be two pieces. I want to make it two pieces to make it look like it's a it's a controller you can put in your pocket and take it apart, snap it together. 
<laughs> but then it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. No, it would. You'd have to get like magnet magnet things. Yes. To make them connect. Yeah. To to communicate. Yeah. Without having like two wires come out of it. Yeah. But you could do that. Or or put pogo pins at the end of That's it. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, like, you can do that. That would be an ambitious project. No, people have already done that. Really? Yes. Wow. That'd be a that, that I um, think that video. One would do company well. made a hitbox where with pogo pens you could take out the half of it and turn it back into a regular fight stick with a stick. Oh man, that's an idea. <laughs> they, there was one company that did that. Yeah, that'd be mm, like a hit. Like it'd be cool to make a hitbox, but with an analog stick, like for the up, down, left, right. Well, yeah, they can. Yeah, like a control, like half oh, and half. There is a weird ass one that Nihongo Gamer uh, reviewed. And I saw it way before on the fight stick Reddit on the guy who originally developed it, and he actually got a hold of one. Mm-hmm. And it's a strange thing. It's like a holding controller, but it has a stick and... I don't know. It's weird. It's a whole <laughs> bunch of buttons. It's strange. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, DGI. Um, yeah, I put both... The, yeah. We got the, obviously, the Osmo Pocket and the... Uh, what do you call it? And the uh, Osmo Pocket 3 and the new DJI Mic 2. So we'll get to the Mic 2 real quick. So uh, it looks like the new version of the DJI Mic just went, uh, what do you call it? Went through the FCC certification process uh, in the tech giant planning and release. Um, not one, but two products next week. Um, the FCC documents reveal that the presence of the DJI Mic 2 transmitter, the wireless site will be a successor uh, to the obviously DJI Mic which was first uh, unveiled in, obviously, what was it? Fanfare, obviously, and doesn't say where. 2022. Anyway, yeah, it doesn't sound like Anyway, uh, of the Action 2 camera launch in 2021. The original mic is wearable and portable dual-channel auto-recording. Something, yeah, yeah, yeah. The mic 2, however, appears to be coming without the receiver or a charging case based on the current FCC listing. The product is naturally expected to be compatible with the Pocket 3 and other DJI handheld cameras and devices. It sounds like that's just the one for the action camera. Because this is what it is. Like, the, yeah. he, he, uh, Potato Jet had it on his video. Oh. Yeah. I Because I, mm, if it doesn't come with a receiver, how do you use it besides with well, or are the they, DJI product? Well, or are they going to say that the receiver isn't upgraded and you can buy these and upgrade your mics? They wouldn't fit. Oh, they wouldn't fit. They're bigger. They're just a different shape. Oh, okay. That's weird then. Yeah. Huh. Continue. Continue disgusting. Yeah. The other. Yeah. The other can be reserved. Um. Design. Uh. The new transmitter appears to be uh slightly shorter and thicker, which would likely make it incompatible with the old charging case. Yeah. Yeah. Um. If that's the case, uh, it's possible the device will support USB-C charging only. Oh, okay. So that's what they're doing. Maybe it won't. Yeah. So maybe it won't come with the case. You just have to USB. That would be kind of a back step because the charging case is like super useful. Well, yeah. And the two mics. <laughs> this yeah. is it right here. Oh, I've seen the one that comes with the Osmo Pocket 3. So, yeah, it is that one. It's got to be. Yeah. Because obviously yes. the Osmo Pocket 2 had the Osmo, the mic, the first mic with it. Yeah. So that yeah you could, you yeah. could buy it. It didn't yeah. come with it, but yeah. Yeah. Because so they're, they're like, in the whole video, they're using it. Yeah. So, yeah. So. he tried. They tried putting it on the drone. The. Uh, it's a little heavy. The camera. Yeah, there it is. There's a good image of it. Yeah. So, it is. They are a little bigger, I guess. Yeah. A little fatter. 
But like, yeah, it's see-through. Which is kind of cool. And uh, like this comes off. Well, the ones you have come off too. No, no, no. It, it, it's a. It goes into the the lavalier mic. Oh, see. Oh, okay. Go away. Closed caption. Yeah. See. Oh, it actually plugs into. Yeah. Oh. Versus the other one is like clips on through a clip. Yeah. But that's it. That's got to be it. Yeah. Yeah. That has. That must be it. The new mic. I don't know. I will be if it's just USB charging. That'll be. I mean, kind of a back step. Unless it just isn't in the FCC listing. Well, they might not have come up. It might just, like I said, it might just be for this. Because, like, in the uh, in the setup on the camera for this, uh, for the mics, there is a, a section to have two of them. Oh, okay. So maybe they'll have a charger or something. I don't know where you can have a second one. I don't know. Hmm. But, like, if you want to... You need that receiver to be able to use it on another camera yeah. besides the DJI one. Yeah, because the DJI, the Osmo Pocket comes with a receiver that hooks it's up to bi- the, It's built no. to the bottom of it. Well, it comes, yeah. No, it's. I think it's built into the thing. Yeah. Because the, the thing on the bottom is just either oh, an yeah, extension it's a or it's a just, battery. It, no, it's just a battery. No, I'm thinking of, so yeah, so the Osmo Pocket 2 came with a receiver. You have, For yes. mine, you have to buy the receiver. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway. Oh, they, they, they did some backwards compatibility with that? Or forwards compatibility? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. Huh. Anyway. <laughs> um, but, the so, that being said, let's get into the Osmo Pocket 3, which has some pretty impressive specs. Um, it has a, a one-inch CMOS uh, sensor and 4K 120 frames, uh, two-inch uh, rotatable screen, way bigger screen than the original or the second one, uh, three-axis gimbal mechanical stabilization, uh, Active Track 6.0, which is their newest version of tracking, um, D-Log and M10 bit, which is awesome, <laughs> absolutely great. Uh, if you don't know what D-Log is, that's uh, DJI's version of Log, uh, or what, or uh, Canon as RAW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is incredible. Um, I've taken some incredible photos in raw because the Osmo pocket has just raw. It doesn't have D log, which they didn't have D log yet. Um, uh, stereo recording and obviously pocket size. Things like this make me wish we did more vlogging videos, <laughs> but they never do well. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. Um, but no, but like it's the Osmo pocket in general is an incredible camera. Yeah. Um, and it was so incredible that the Osmo pocket two didn't even stand up to it. <laughs> that's how incredible it was this is kind of a jump forward it has a way bigger sensor uh obviously you can turn it sideways and stuff like that and and you can have it set up so when you f- f- flip that screen it flips it the... starts recording oh it's like hey guys and you can set it so either it uses the camera that way or at you well yeah yeah let's like when you press it the button three times and it switches back and forth on yeah, the yeah, Osmo yeah, pocket. Yeah. Um, but you can have this automatically once you flip that screen just yeah yeah or you can flip the screen the other way and hold the button or hold something and it will record in this view oh okay like tiktok in profile yeah yeah portrait yeah portrait yeah Yeah. um yeah one percent dgi reward credit okay whatever that is but (laughs) like this could be a couple years down the road you know on sale Unless you go to a firm and play way more money, don't use a firm, people. Oh, geez, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't use uh, a firm, people. But uh, like, you know, we love uh, we love our Osmo Pocket that we use. So you know, this would be a nice upgrade eventually. But yeah, we have other ideas first. 
It's just Th- a great this camo. is an on sale thing. <laughs> no, this is a great yeah. It's like three hundred dollars. I'm just glad to see an actual upgrade. Yeah, yeah, and we we did hear about them having a a screen, a bigger screen like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just for you to know, there are other companies that are making like oh. copies of the Osmo Pocket One and Two. Yes. So some are better. Cheaper. Some are better. Oh, too. Really? Some yeah. are better. I almost actually bought one. Uh, there's a few out there that are decent, but I don't know if they. The thing I'm hazy about because like the actual video quality of the Osmo Pocket is incredible for what it does, and I haven't seen that same kind of video quality come from any of the other ones. So I don't know. Well, that video I just showed you was all filmed on an Osmo Pocket. No, no, no. I'm talking about from the other ones. They're competitors. Oh, they're competitors. Okay. okay. The Osmo Pockets are incredible. Like, the video quality they can put out is incredible. Yeah. Like, um, I would say in a lot of cases, it's better than the GoPro. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. But, like, it's just, I guess it's reasonable, but that's just too much money. $513. Yeah. Oof. Like, in the Creator one, you get the, the Pocket, the transmitter, the battery handle. Yep. A tripod thingy and a, a case for it all. Yep. Yeah, you get a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, and uh, you get a wide vision uh, filter. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, some of those are actually pretty expensive, even for the Osmo Pocket. Um, but yeah, see? It's a little... It yeah. does have a charging thing, though. Yeah. It has to have a transmitter. They're going to make a transmitter. Or a box for it or whatever. Yeah. They're gonna have to. They're gonna make a transmitter or something for it. But yeah, you put the 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 the, the filter. This thing right here goes in there. Yeah, and it stays in there, and then you put the thing in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. That already comes with the Oslo pocket. That thing on the side there. This thing. This that comes with the Oslo. No, no, I know, I know, I know, I know. That already comes with. It. I don't know what that is. Filters. I don't know what that this is. is. Um, but yeah. So this is the battery one extension, yeah. and this is just an extension to yeah. put the tripod on. Yep. So you don't have to have some crazy long thing. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very cool. Yeah. Um, so but like I said, uh, we're not getting that anytime soon. No. Unless but, I find one like really cheap somehow. Yeah. I'm guessing this is where the SD card goes. Yeah, that's probably the SD card. Although that's where it is in the original and the second one. Okay. So, right. yeah. Anyway, so really quick, I just want to bring people's attention to a Kickstarter that is really cool that I found out about from another podcaster on our Dorking Podcast Network, uh, Mr. Angel's Podcast. Uh, the Wicked Horror Show. If you haven't checked out, go check out the Wicked Horror Show. It's a good podcast, especially if you're in horror movies. Uh, and he had the director for Deathgasm on there. Um, and if you don't know what Deathgasm is, it was sold at Walmart under Death Metal Apocalypse. <laughs> I don't know why they changed it to that name. We, you, are you dense? Come on. Gasm? Deathgasm? Come on. Come on. That's There's like... been worse titles than that. Not at Walmart. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, so Deathgasm 2... Gormageddon um, is in produ- not production yet. They're obviously still doing the Kickstarter. They're still raising money. Oh, Jesus. Um, what the hell is this? So, yeah. Um, but if you are a fan like me of like movies of like the Evil Dead movies, The Gate, uh, Basket Case, like all these classic horror movies, like this movie clearly takes inspiration from. Uh, and it's funny because I haven't thought of the movie The Gate in years. And when he mentioned it uh, on the podcast, it's like, that's what this movie reminds me of. Because, like, that style. And especially, there's definitely, there's a lot of beats, like, from Evil Dead when you watch this movie. It has a lot of the same kind of, like, pacing and stuff. Uh, really great movie, though. Uh, if you're into that kind of classic horror, fun horror. just It's just a fun movie in general to watch. Um, just and it, Obviously, if you're a fan of death metal, too. Is it better 
than Winnie the Pooh and Honey. That is terrible. <laughs> oh my god! How did that get a metal box release? <laughs> we took more time so- filming Seaside Detectives than they took filming that entire movie. Wow! <laughs> they've already they've already beat their goal. That's yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. No, I know. Um, but yeah, it's just cool because you can fund it and you can actually get uh, obviously a copy of the poster, a copy of the movie, all that fun stuff. So eventually, when it comes Guar- out, Guargasm. Guargasm. Jesus. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. Like it's a fun movie. Uh, if you haven't watched Deathgasm, go check it out. Um, yeah, there's not much more to say than that. What do you get? So we got the digital copy and a thank you. Yep. Mini poster, digital copy of the thank you. Blu-ray for five dollars more. Just get the Blu-ray. Uh-huh. Zero card. Yeah. Two disc special edition. Yeah. T-shirt and digital copy. The prices aren't that bad. Ninety. No. Uh, this is a really Some good hundred dollar deal. Four K Blu-ray, steel book, which is awesome. Uh, and a thank you. The steel book is really really cool. Yeah, I love steel books. This is a record. I like that. That's cool. Yeah, you actually get the album because it obviously has death metal in it. Digital copy of the movie. Uh, merch pack, 125 Yeah, you get a bunch Blu-ray, of Blu-ray, poster, O-card. O-card, come on. Deathgasm 2 limited shirt, copy of a movie. Yeah. And two discs, a special edition. Yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah, anyway. What's the... Okay, Polaroid, digital copy of the... <laughs> One of kind Polaroid from the set of the of the show. Yeah, they took Polaroids out the set on the set when they. Yeah. Oh, here's you know, we got the wardrobe from the film. That's kind of neat for five hundred. And well, there's still more Spawn of Satan, which is <laughs> the six six six. Get a credit in the film. Death Gathem Number of the Beast certificate, Blu-ray card, poster, vinyl. Seven man, get your name in graffiti. <laughs> Where? Oh, in the movie. Right, that's in pretty the movie. cool. That's, that's cool. Is that filmed yet? Because they haven't shot the movie yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, 800, your name said in the movie. <laughs> okay, Nate, let's blow out $800. <laughs> You're like, dude, man, fucking Tech Prime Media, them son of bitches. <laughs> They're in our way. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck, did you hear what happened to Tech Prime Media? <laughs> How much did they pay to be killed in the movie? Is that a thing? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> your picture in the movie. Can we, our logo? I don't know. <laughs> Film slate, digital copy, and a thank you. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. But you should get everything for $1,500. Oh, my God. Yeah. A gory prop and a digital copy. Yeah. I mean... Associate producer credit, because that's what a producer does, just give him money, right? Should, should Come and get killed! That's what five thousand dollars. <laughs> I don't know if we have five thousand dollars, but be featured as a victim. Oh my god, I'm getting killed! Make sure to subscribe to Tech Prime Media. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh shit. That's, uh, that's funny that you called that. Yeah. Or did you already know that? I didn't time? know that. Oh. <laughs> I look this far down. You should get, dude. You should get the vinyl. Right. At least the vinyl. I know. For five something. grand. Ten grand executive. Executive. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I'm going to pay five grand to be killed in a horror movie. <laughs> Anywho. So, we have reached the end of Tech Prime Media. Well, no. Tech Prime Media. We've reached the end of it's Talking not, Gaming and Tech. We are just at the, it's just the beginning. Anyway. So, we've reached the end of Talking Gaming and Tech. If you've enjoyed this podcast, if you like this podcast, remember, 
I know you're listening on iTunes because I can see you. I can see you right now. I know what you're doing. Remember to hit us a rating. You can hit the little five star at the bottom. You can tell us whether you hate us, you like us, whatever you want to do. Doesn't matter. As long as you give us a rating, I appreciate it. And if you want to help us in the future as this pod grows, because we don't want to put ads on here, you can help us out over at Patreon. And there's a link on this podcast to go right to our Patreon and go check out our Patreon and become an agent of tech for just $3 a month. Be a special agent of tech. <laughs> anyway. So, and obviously, head over to youtube.com slash techprimemedia. Go check out our YouTube. New videos coming here and there. Just be on the lookout. Subscribe. Hit that bell so you're notified when they do come out. But until two weeks from now, when the next Talking Gaming Tech comes out. I'm going to tilt my hat and say, for the latest and greatest in gaming and tech, Tech Prime Media. We'll see you next time, everyone.